Hi, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing One Ring tonight. Today, however the hell time this is. Uh, and uh, and I just told them that this could very possibly be the final episode. And wouldn't this be amazing if after all this time, we end on episode 69? Wouldn't that be <laughs> nice? Nice. That would be great. That would be fantastic. <laughs> nice. uh, so, not intentional, but you know what? Fate sometimes fate sometimes just brings you a gift and you just have to embrace it. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Maybe if we just do like a nine-hour episode and make sure we finish on episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it. That's, we'll just, or with just TPK nine minutes in. Oh, I mean, there we go. It's <laughs> definitely possible. You guys did, and I have it circled here, you did leave six wolves, 12 orcs, a couple dozen specters, and whatever the hell this is in this shadow thing uh, a lot. And I think, Floyd, uh, let me double check your amount of endurance. Uh, you have one. <laughs> is one correct? Is one the correct number? One keeps me up, yeah. Your <laughs> biggest, heaviest offensive hitter has one endurance. Just uh, point yep. of clarity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you leave a specter alive? That's a that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, un, undefeated. That's an undefeated. Okay. Excellent okay. Point. I'll give you that one. Excellent point. So, um, so yeah, this... <laughs> This could be interesting. We were talking last night in Delta Green how like you guys in two consecutive sh two consecutive shows like what well, first it was in Delta Green then it was in Wondering how like you guys left a place and then almost immediately went back but like in both cases it was a little a little nerve wracking uh, and this one I think is even more nerve wracking uh, but then you had a chance to leave again and I think Gilly wanted to leave. Or no, was it Daggett? Daggett wanted to leave. Yeah, Gilly and Daggett wanted to leave, but like... It was my flooded. idea to go back and also my yeah. idea to leave. Yeah, yep. <laughs> You're like, screw that. It's really dark up there. <laughs> the electricity's out in the third floor. That's I'm not the going captain. there. Exactly we, we gotta... Uh, we gotta follow soon. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so if Floyd does that knockback stuff, what is half of one when you take half? Is that... Is, is that uh, at zero. I just right? stay at one the entire time. Take zero. Stay at one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> pretty sure it rounds up. That's amazing. I, I do believe. I think we found a loophole, Free League. I think we found a loophole. <laughs> I haven't actually back. looked up whether you round up, down. but I'm just going to say I think it's <laughs> a round up. It, it's, it's based on the amount of damage you take. So if he takes 10 points of damage, you take half of that. So half of that is fine. So. Yeah. It's not half of how much damage he has left, it's half of the damage true. I do. Yeah. Details, so. details. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> details are important. Well, he's got important. a different rule set. I thought, I thought it was <laughs> half of what he has. Rules the fun thing is, though, is that when we go into combat, if we do go into combat, I'm just like, okay, guys, go ahead and set your set your stances. What do we all think Floyd's going to go into? Forward. He's only got forward. one attack. He's got to go forward. Forward stance. Rearward. <laughs> it's forward stance. Oh, do you even, do you have, even have No. <laughs> I can give you mine. I never use it. I mean, oh, man. do we even have any bows skill? Uh, I have two in bows. Yeah, I just two so bows. Okay. I've only I... used it like once the entire campaign. Okay. I, I have bow skills that I never use. Uh, we have Gilly at, for that. I'm looking at Floy's yeah. character sheet. Floy, <laughs> you, you have nothing in bows. You have one in spear and four in axes. Okay. Right. I'll give him an arrow to use as a spear. <laughs> All I gotta do is just take that axe away, and Floyd is useless. I should just disarm and disarm and disarm. That's it. <laughs> I just That's figured fair. out my strategy. 
Just figured out my strategy. All right. All right. All right. So I don't know. I think that's it. Why don't we just do some intros and we'll get into this. And uh, episode 69 will be, uh, we'll, we'll be over as, uh, as quick as we can. So uh, Long, tell us, tell us about Floyd. Yeah, you've heard a lot about me already. The strongest yeah. dwarf in the party on his last legs here. Wow. Wow. On his last legs. He takes shots at Daggett. That's what I like to hear. Excellent. Inviting. Gilly. <laughs> Ashley, tell us something about Gilly. Uh, I'm the only hobbit. That's true. Uh, so obviously that makes me cool as fuck. And yep. uh, yeah, I'm always in railroad. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. That, unfortunately, doesn't help you against certain creatures. Uh, as some That's creatures uh, have the ability. Alternatively, she writes a dwarf smut. Yes. <laughs> that's and that's all we have to keep Gilly alive. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. How else are we going to have those awesome novels to reference in our Moira campaign? <laughs> oh, Ashley. Oh, Ashley. <laughs> Moria. She meant Moria. Everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, the important thing is. What the is smut. Oh, I was just playing yeah, Overwatch. The the campaign is irrelevant. Dude, we do, when we do the Moria campaign, we're going to discover so much ancient dwarf smut all over. We're like, yeah. we're crawling through that place. It's going to be oh. everywhere. Going to be Balrogs left and right. And they're just going to have up these random oh, stone man. tablets just looking at these. Lore's going to be unfolded my centerfolds. Again. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, Melissa, tell us about it, Renew. Uh, yes, yeah, so Reniel is uh, not the only ranger um, and yep. is the best ranger? one of the f- just not the only. Mm. There's no good try, though. Good try, though. But no, not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Sounds like something uh, the worst ranger would say. It does, right? <laughs> it's not a competition, says the person who's clearly losing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, uh, no. She <laughs> has a wound and most of her endurance. So one of those two things will be important. Either the fact that she still has endurance to spare or the fact that she already has one wound. We'll see by the end which of those is more important. (laughs) I very passive aggressively dropped the uh the rules for dying heroes in our in the Discord today. Just uh just so we have it for easy reference. So if something happens (laughs) and we're like, what happens when 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 a a hero goes down? Oh that's right. Passive. That was just straight aggression. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that gif of that I dropped the Discord of the dog slowly, slowly smiling so is one of my favorite gifs of all time. God, I love that <laughs> so much. Oh, goodness. Uh, then we have the second best dwarf, but somehow the leader of the party. You've got Daggett, Stephen. Okay, second strongest dwarf, and it's not a competition to see who's best. I mean, um, and- it could be. <laughs> Uh, since it's my last hours, I'm renaming myself legally. Oh, captain, my captain. Uh, so that is the only thing I will respond to until we die. I'm looking at stats and you guys are both equally dumb, uh, with 15, uh, 15 is a solid wits number, by the way, I was just being rude, but you have more heart than Floyd is what it is. Dang it. You have more heart. Do you know that? More is worse in this game though. Yeah, you have an Right, so you actually are the strongest dwarf. What are we talking about? You have higher strength. You have seven strength versus four. You have six strength. I, I'm just falling behind on XP. Is the problem? I came in halfway through the campaign. I think you should get. You guys should should like turn to whatever the heck creature this is and be like, hey, timeout. 
we need to do an arm wrestling contest and just get <laughs> we just figure out Daggett versus Floyd who's stronger. If we're gonna do a timeout, we'll say let's go do some side quests and then we'll come back after yeah. we've leveled up. You guys had the opportunity uh, to do that, but you came here instead. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, then let's go to the ranger that Melissa says is second best. Let's go to Terraneth. I am Terraneth, <laughs> and um, I I have no wounds, but I feel like that's about to change real quick. <laughs> and uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean. She might not have wounds, not that you can see, but no, like, no, but she's bloody, emotionally gutted already. The bloody tunic of a Thar bad warden was uh, was seen last time around. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. I it's am, a jersey, and so it says Thar now on the back, right above. God damn the it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I forget him. <laughs> Amino Acid, you just played Gen Lab Alpha Session 1. Very nice. We played some Gen Lab Alpha on the channel. It was actually one of our, I think it was our first streamed campaign on the channel. We never finished it. We got more than halfway through. I know we want to go back at some point, but I don't know. A new a new Mutant Year Zero just came out too this past week. I'm very excited. So maybe we should go back to Mutant Year at some point. Uh, but uh, but I got to I got to basically take out, Was it, I think it was Melissa's brother right off the bat. I was just like, it's like I yeah. got a brother, yes. and I'm like, not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. Say goodbye, and there you go. Okay, <laughs> and you're an only child now. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and let's get started. Uh, so last time around, after a brief respite at your staging grounds, presumably hidden within Angmar, uh, you uh, decided to venture to Kelik Door, which is an icy watchtower that lords over the path. To Karn Doom. Now, Karn Doom sits on a on a relatively flat tundra in sort of the far northwest at the edge of where the mountains of Angmar kind of sweeps down. At least that's how I'm envisioning it. And this uh, this icy tower kind of uh, you know is the start of that that tundra, so it can kind of see the paths leading in that direction. Now, en route to Kelikdor, you all spotted some packs of northern wargs. Uh, they were stealthing. They were scouting. You did manage to avoid them, so you never actually engaged them. You also saw a group of a dozen orcish warg riders that were cutting across the icy plains coming from the south, coming northward uh, from the old border with Rudauer and presumably from the castle, uh, Moramin Terras, that the, the hill folk uh, have, have taken over. Uh, one of the orcs, as we've mentioned, was carrying the tattered colors uh, of, of, a, of a Thar bad warden. Uh, was it Tharnal? Was it somebody else's? What was the situation why they have it? But... They had it, nonetheless. Concerned. You all follow them. You watch the warg riders. They made for Kelikdor themselves. They left their mounts outside, and they, the orcs themselves went inside. Gilly, Daggett, you began scouting the grounds very stealthily. You discovered these rune-covered standing stones that the orcs very carefully avoided when they approached the tower. Uh, these are also standing stones that Gilly and Arineal had encountered before. Daggett, you also noticed that there were some ruined balconies that were overrun with ice and frost uh, as possible other exits or entrances, but maybe not. You then devise a plan to attack the wargs, both setting their, their hitching posts essentially on fire and also charging them. Uh, and um, the battle did not go that well. Uh, let's be honest, as uh, you ended up having no. to retreat. 
Uh, you got about half of the wargs defeated, but then da- I think it was uh, it was Floy who fell, uh, triggering one of these strange standing stones, and the orc started the storm out of the tower. But you did find this unseen cave. You managed to hide in there while the orcs the, uh, that mounted the wargs and they started searching around here and there. And this allowed you all to double back into the tower. When you got inside, you found the first level was just ruined. Second level was completely overrun in some places with ice that seemed to freeze battles between elves and orcs, humans and goblins from a thousand or so years ago during the war with Angmar. Terra, you kept watch outside and you observed a bunch of specters that started to emerge from those ruined standing stones. Uh, you eventually reunited inside the tower again. You pushed towards the upper floor, even though there was disagreement on whether or not to do this. There, a very, very heavy, palpable darkness weighed down upon you, even dimming Gilly's, uh, Gilly's lantern. There were, strangely, some secret conversations that were scrawled across a variety of walls and floors that you were able to see within the darkness. Some of that seemed to go back to very ancient times, or at least ancient to you all, about a thousand years ago or so. Others seem to, to be more recent conversations, as if whatever or whoever produced these messages might have had access to certain secret conversations. Now, in addition to that, there was a single luminous mirror that was hanging from the stone wall on the far side of this, uh, this floor. You all approached it. It did not show your reflection or any reflection at all, but rather seemed to depict a a very dark throne room, kind of brutalist in, in, in design with these very severe angles. There is some dark shadow, a figure sitting on that throne, and its eyes began to open. But for you all, there were slightly more immediate concerns as behind you, a cackling laugh began to echo around you in these chambers. And that is exactly where we're going to we're going to pick up right there. So I turn to you all. You hear this cackling laughter. <laughs> you watch in the mirror. It is not the source of the laughter. Uh, it is not at all what you're hearing. But rather, you see these eyes uh, very dimly opened. They're somewhat illuminated by a light that you don't see. And you see movement as some something or someone is rising up off of that uh, off of that throne. You don't know where this is. You don't know what you're looking at. I'll give you all an opportunity to do something here before I do. So what do you want to do? I am going to attack the mirror. Yeah, okay. same. Tara's the same idea. Daggett, please go ahead. Roll your attack. Tara, you can do the same thing. Okay. God, I need dice. Is that important for this game? Can I just say yeah, I, I need to get some dice? I mean, isn't that <laughs> what just... all of you normally do? Just say, hey. Say the numbers. Dandy, oh, I rolled three uh, Gambies. 57. Is that good? 57 good? Your target number was a 12. Yeah, 56. All right, we're doing a attack. The dice don't here, explode. Like athletics you know, or anything? This isn't Savage Worlds. Uh, <laughs> just an attack. Just roll. Just like you're attacking anything. Oh, God. Oh, like that Savage roll where you... Bit off Jeremy's butt cheek. I almost bit <laughs> off Jeremy's butt cheek on Thursday for God. the second time. I almost got him again. It was great. Amazing. Three successes. Okay. Uh, I can uh, use one of my sixes to make it piercing if that matters. Uh, uh, 26 no. with one success. Okay. 
so the two of you go swinging at these things at this at this beer Tara your sword or no excuse me your spear comes lunging out and right as it's about to make contact it kind of shifts slightly off to the side and the and it pierces one of those eyes remember if you recall there were this this sort of frame of like frozen eyes within silver and it pierces one of those and you hear that cackling laughter just go yeah Daggett, however, Daggett, you swing with block thong. The weapon stops midair when it's about a foot or so away from the mirror. Those of you still looking at the mirror, you see that whatever figure stepped off of that throne is now, you can see a silhouette of them. They are stocky, broad-shouldered. You can see, you can't quite see enough light to make out facial expressions, uh, but you can see that they are wearing very, very dark clothes, heavy armor, and their hand is up. And it's kind of shaking in the air. And as you all watch, Daggett's, Daggett's hold on Block Fong suddenly swirls. And instead of it actually making contact with the mirror, it instead makes contact with... Figure out who. Oh no! Oh Makes no! Contact with Floyd. I'm not kidding. No. I, I really did what? roll a one. Oh. I really did roll a one. Well, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, <laughs> it do, we we know that Floyd only has uh, only has one endurance, so we don't necessarily have to worry about you rolling you giving us your damage roll. I mean, However, it could be piercing. <laughs> is it really? I, I rolled a nine and I had two sixes, so it could be piercing if it was boosted. I, Floyd, I wouldn't roll, do that as Daggett, but I mean, I, I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah, go ahead yeah. and roll for protection against uh, what's what's Block Fung. Uh, sorry, I should know that. Uh, injury twenty. Roll a protection roll, uh, Floyd, against an injury rating of twenty. That's where you're swinging right? that Daggett. My mithril luminesces as I'm not weary. Because that's the effect of it. Hell very yes. Nice. Or, or ignore the effect here. of weird. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you cleansed the mithril, or else this could have been really, really bad. Great success, Gandhi. Okay. All right. Long, I see, is, has learned the cheating techniques. Mm -hmm. <laughs> However, the endurance damage is enough. Uh, even though you aren't wounded, the endurance damage is enough as this unexpected heavy blow as maybe it's not the blade itself, but the flat of the side smashes against your head and you all watch as Floyd goes crumbling to the ground. Floyd, what? What have you done? As Gilly yells as she goes to also stab for the mirror. You hear. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gilly, you can go ahead and do it. I was swinging at the mirror. He must have stepped in the way. You, it's that and Arineal just almost without words just sort of points at your weapon. It's that. Gilly, how you doing 16. over there? Just, uh, just one hit. All I need to know is whether you hit or not. You don't actually have to give me anything beyond just whether you hit. Sure. You stab once more. Um, as you stab down, much like Tara's, like, it just sort of, 
land like it hits the 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 sort of the the, the sheath of ice that kind of coats over the mirror itself and it just kind of drags your 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 dagger your knife whatever it might be you're swinging with just off to the side and it seems to have no actual impact on the mirror itself it it, it scatters into one of these eyes on the side and you just hear whatever creature is taunting you from the darkness cackle once more uh but otherwise it doesn't seem to do anything you watch though gilly as you're leaping up the stab as the hand that dark gauntleted hand takes us like the the figure takes another step forward and you see a, a tiny sheath of of light as half of its face is now shown you see a a dark beard encrusted what looks seems like with these little beads and braids you see the familiar features of a dwarf they are dark skinned in that they are not like they like you can tell that they are like kind of covered in like this um it's not it's like like this paleness i should say the dark recesses of shadows uh they look like a like someone who has not seen the light in a significant period of time, but they reach out and their hand turns and Daggett, you feel the blade suddenly swing down in the direction of Gilly. Arinio, you haven't actually done anything yet, so I want to give you a chance before this happens. I would like to attempt to strike at that hand that's coming through. There's no hand coming through. You're looking into a mirror. Imagine like you're looking almost into a TV screen, okay. basically. And that's where this is happening. You guys keep stabbing away at the mirror, but at no point is it actually breaking through the ice. And you just hear this shadowy cackle. Okay. I'm just going to attack the mirror. Yeah, that's fine. All you just, just tell me, it doesn't matter how well you do. Just tell me whether you hit or not. If you hit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So much like we've seen so far, each time you swing, there's something about this sheath of ice that just kind of slides the blade. It, it just re redirects it ever, you know, ever so slightly to the point where you're just kind of slashing along the edges, along this hideous eye laden frozen eyed frame. And although you're chipping away at that, it's having no real effect. Daggett, however, you feel your arms just turn and like a backhand baseball swing you go right where gilly is standing uh go ahead and roll an attack there daggett as you are now swinging in the direction of gilly i assume i don't want to take audience dice uh you could take a complication from me and roll with favored uh (laughs) i do have i got three successes again I can't okay. make it piercing, but it is three oh successes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give Gilly the... Uh, uh, um, if we're playing by the rules and it's heavy blow three, tw- two extra times, then it would be 21. 21 points of damage at Gilly as this, again, what swing comes through. What did the three successes through. total up to, though? Uh, oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, because you're targeting her, what's so your it's actually her parry, parry. Not, your, not your own. Yeah. Mine's okay. 18. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was 14, uh, 19, 21. Okay, okay so yeah. still hits. Okay, that's 21 points of damage towards Gilly I'm as Daggett back. 
Of course. And so, so again, you manage to just duck at the last second. And again, that flat of the blades catches you in the side of your head, right in your temple. You feel every, like your whole head just begins to shatter. Your eyes just go wild with this, this horrible dizziness and you go sliding off. Gilly also, you have the only light source other than this mirror. And so you go getting knocked back into the shadows. At this point, we're going to go ahead and go into initiative as the cackling becomes fiercer and fiercer and Gilly, you feel an icy hand reach down around your face. Uh, so let's go ahead. I've got a little map. I think I'm going to use for this just for funsies, just to get a few of these out of the way. This is going to look a little different. I'll show this to the, uh, that's cool to the crew oh. in a sec. Right, I'll put this to the stream in a sec. I ad admire it and am fearful of it. Yes, at the same yes. time. <laughs> <laughs> that that roller coaster one. <laughs> All right, yeah. let me get you guys. The, the, into the going up part. <laughs> All right. I'm it's sorry just... that this is how you guys all are going to die, but, you know. Right. You're not sorry. You're <laughs> not even a little sorry. Now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and switch this to actual combat music. As this creature is leaning down, it when any, when any of you look in the direction, you can see it's, it's extremely dark in this room. Uh, so effectively all of your, go ahead and, and penalize every, any, anything you do that requires sight is going to be a minus one D minus one, one D six. So whether it's attacking, whether it's, you know, trying to race across the room and find some, anything that you think on, you know, just keep yourself honest. It's fine. Um, anything that you think immense darkness would impact you guys, go ahead and just, just, just tick down one D six against it. Um, but this, this figure is half shadow and but the light of gilly's lantern does cause the the sort of sort of the the space that it seems to occupy to kind of shimmer both with with light and shadow but also with what looks like this kind of iciness as well like this like this mist as if it's some kind of um some kind of like fog like cold fog begins to sort of surround it uh all of you go ahead. Combat has begun. You can go ahead and put yourselves into your stances. Reniel, you're in forward. Daggett, you're in forward. What would you like to do? Tara. Okay, Floyd, you're right. down. Gilly, you can you can you can you can stay in rearward. It's not really going to affect you in terms of whether this thing can hit you or not. Um and I also so I'm trying to move to forward, but it's not working for you. And uh, just to oh, there you I go. think it's you're good. Yeah. You changed, other, yeah. The other thing, actually, I need you to do before we actually start doing, I need all of you to make a shadow roll uh, as you all are going to make a dread test. So this is going to be Valor. And you know what? I'm going to burn a complication because of what just happened with Daggett turning and knocking out Floy, attacking Gilly, throwing her to the other side of the room and this creature reaching down to grab her. All if you go ahead and roll it at ill-favored, as I'm going to burn sure. a complication for this. Jeff, this is already my worst one. 
I have decided I'm going to play the last session, which this is clearly going to be at this point, uh, really, really hard. I failed. I'm I'm really sorry to have to ask this, but uh, this is a D12 plus whatever the number is, right? D12 plus plus a number of D6s equal to your Valor score. Got it. Against your heart. He paid uh, paid for us to roll ill-favored, so roll another D12. Right, right. Uh, That's that's a success with a 19. And it's against heart. Um, No additional successes. Okay. Yeah, so, I got 18, just one single success. Six. Yeah, mine, right. mine's one six. Okay, uh, so who? So I think, Daggett, you said you completely failed. Is that correct? Did I hear that correctly? That is correct. All right, Daggett, you're going to take three points of shadow. Uh, you are daunted. You cannot spend hope for the rest of this fight. That's uh, also about a madness for me. Okay. Uh, figure out what that's going to look like in a second. Let me go through everybody else. Floyd, you don't have to roll it yet. If you did, just save it. You are te- I'm going to call you unconscious for now, and you can't see what's happening. Uh, so I'm going to say you can hold off on, on holding it. Gilly, you said you had straight success? Just one success, yeah. Just Take two regular. points of shadow, but you are not daunted. Arineal, uh, how did you do? One success. Uh, you... Same thing as Gilly. Uh, two points of shadow, but you are not daunted. Okay. Uh, Tara, you said you said a success with an extra bonus. One uh, point one of shadow. Six, yeah. One point of shadow, and you are not daunted. Okay. Okay. That is uh, okay. So that is just all things that happened at the start of combat, basically. And now we will go into structure time. I have Arineal, Tara, and Daggett. The three of you are in forward stance. There is a creature on the other side of the room to where Gilly kind of tumbled off in the darkness. You can barely see it, but it is reaching down and it is trying to do something to where its hands have kind of covered its face. You're not sure if it's reaching for her neck or whatever it might be. Um, Arineal, Tara, Daggett, whatever order, you're all in the same stance. Daggett, you have full control of like what you want to do. Obviously, you're gonna have about you're gonna have your your bout of madness, but it's not so much that that you're being mind controlled. It's just it's just the weapon goes where it seems to will. Sorry. I'll go last so I can figure out what I'm doing. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Area. Reniel's gonna charge in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need you to make, as you start charging in, make an athletics test. Uh, This is going to be penalized 1d6 as you're traversing across an icy, dark room. And as long as you don't fail, you will do so successfully. Uh, Yeah, that's a success. Okay, you you see the small beacon of Gilly steps away and you go chasing after it there is a there is a giant gap of darkness between you you and her where you can't even really see the floor there's just this moment like a foot or two outside of this mirror that is barely illuminated and then there's a foot or two of radius around gilly that is everything else is darkness you go charging through you feel your your boots slip as you you step on on cold icy covered stone here and there you almost tumble once or twice but you do manage to get up next to this thing um you still have your action that was just to see if you can traverse successfully what do you wanted to do 
Yep. Uh, I am just going to, I am in forward and I am going to attack this thing with Minozagar, um, which is going to have some cool things because pretty sure this is undead. So there's that. Um, oh gosh. I'm debating if I want to be selfish or not. Um, I won't be. Um, I won't take any extras for this. Um, four, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay, that is a success, but nothing extra. Let me look at Minozagar again real quick. It has quick. a parry of two, just so you know, in case that affects anything. I forgot to roll the extra d6 for forward, which is actually a six. Um, okay. Of course it so, is. Did you, I'm sorry, did you take your 1d6 penalty for swinging for in the darkness? Yes, I did. Okay. Because it was a, um, yeah, because it was a penalty and I went forward. So okay. it sh I should be rolling 46s, which I did. Okay. Um, so I need to give you the total. Um, well, you just, whatever your normal target number is, increase it by two. That's what you need to hit. Did you, So assuming you did that. Uh, so. Um, your target number for this attack is 15. Did you roll a 15 or higher? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. I did. And you have one extra success. Yes, I do. Okay. How much damage And I rolled a four on... Um, my D12, so... Sorry, I'm looking at my nose again real quick. Um, it's not a piercing blow. Um, so that is going to be a... 12. 12 points. Okay. Um, yes. So remember that this is superior grievous, so you add plus one to your damage rating or a bonus equal to your valor if used against a being creature undead, which this is. So did you add your bonus damage from its superior Grievous? I did not. Okay. So, so that's 12 plus 4 is 16. 16 points of damage. Okay. Yes. All right. So you come up and you slash through it and you hear, yeah. Uh, as this this creature that you you swing through, it's almost like you're swinging through fog. But at the same time, there's something that slows the blade down and it almost feels as though you're cutting through flesh as you do so. And it screeches out in pain. Okay. Uh, then we will go towards Terra or Daggett. I am charging in as well. And okay. uh, same athletics roll with the penalty. Yes. Um, that's a success with nothing extra. Okay, you make it in. Following in the footsteps so much as uh, of, of terror. And I will attack with my spear. All right. And because I'm in four to get the one extra, but I'm penalized because of the darkness. Yeah, they crop, they cancel each other out. Uh, that's a success with two sixes. Okay. Uh, awesome. So, what is your spear? What is your D twelve at? I uh, four. Uh, it's at a four. Okay, so it's the so the extra sixes aren't going to get you to a piercing. 
So you can heavy blow them. You could do a fend off um, to increase your parry on, if it decides to attack you. Uh, that's Those are probably the things that you might want to do. Uh, I'm going to heavy blow. Okay. Uh, so give me the total of that damage. I, I'm so sorry. Say that, say that again. So what's the total then? So your great oh, spear I'm is... Sorry. Uh, so that is a, sorry, let me look my base again. Uh, that is a 14. Okay. All right. So you slash, you come up with the spear and you lunge forward as just as Arineo kind of spins around and you thrust the spear forward. Just like Arineo, you just basically stab at this kind of icy fog that's hovering over top uh, of Gilly. And you do feel that your spearhead makes contact. And you hear once more. Uh, and then, Daggett. Your turn, buddy. What you thinking? Yeah, things are going great. Um, I am going to... Daggett is going to fly into a rage. He's going to step over Floy. Uh, rush toward the specter, push Ereniel and Terraneth out of the way, yelling, you fools, have you learned nothing? We're all useless. And I start swinging my axe at the specter. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack. I'm ill-favored, and I get minus one for the darkness. Well, do, do go your great. athletics text first, actually, to race across. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, minus one. Uh, I'll spend a hope if I can to make it a success. You can't. I feel like unfortunately. Uh, you're you're I daunted. I have the, the spells. Uh, you're daunted. You cannot spend hope oh, okay. for this fight. Yeah. Okay, my bad. No, it's all good. Uh, okay. So ill favored, and that's just ill favored. I have zero dice on this. <laughs> uh, it's a oh, five and a three. No. You call out in your anger, and you go running across, but. You step on some slight uh, on some icy patch uh, of uh, of ground, and you go stumbling to the ground, getting yourself kind of knocking yourself down, and you're unable to get into the fight just yet. Uh, but your anger, nonetheless, echoes throughout the chamber. Okay, impotent rage. Sorry, buddy. Uh Floyd, your your endurance is, is at zero, so you're still down. Uh, Gilly, what'd you like to do? Uh, I was knocked down, so you I'd like get to back get up back again. up again. <laughs> okay. All right. So you go scrambling away. Uh, you, you stand up, start scrambling a bit, and then this thing's turn. Okay. Okay. So there are three within range of its icy touch. Okay. Um, and then I could do visions of torment. Hmm. Hmm. I am going to... All right, I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to target, I'm going to target Terra with its Visions of Torment ability. It reaches out 
uh, not with its with its hands or a weapon, but it reaches out instead with some sort of some ener- energy. Terra, you see your eyes kind of go fluttering and you see in your mind not this chamber, but you have this kind of montage of images of the dreams that you were experiencing throughout the angle uh, when the Lord of Nightmares was kind of infecting and plaguing you all. That seems to come back in full force. But in addition to that, you see what appears to be the beaten and brutal body of Tharnal being brought back to the staging area by the fellow Tharbad Wardens. I need you to roll, and I'm going to burn a complication on this, an ill-favored shadow shadow test. So roll ill-favored. So it's again, it's it's to roll 2d12 and take the worst of those rolls and yeah. add it to 2d6s. Okay. Burning through my roll comps. Well. Please roll well. Yeah. Please. That's a 14. Uh, okay, and you're going against heart. Well, that's a success, so you're good. So you do manage to... Oh, against heart. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Uh, okay. Then... <laughs> then it's going to reach out with... Through his wits. I was looking with... It's going to reach out with its mm, its icy touch, and it's going to who's it going to go after? It's going to go after uh, Reniel. Um, Reniel, you're in forward stance. Okay. Sure am. Okay. Uh. You're a ranger, right? Sure am. Okay. <laughs> These are all bad things. These are all things that are very bad for me. <laughs> 25 to hit with an extra success. And I need you to roll a piercing blow as kind of spearing out from within this misty cloud. You just see the sudden appearance of an arm reach out and kind of turn into almost like a spearhead and tries to just dig itself into your chest. Uh, go ahead and roll piercing blow against an injury rating of only 14. Okay, I'm going to roll it on the sheet because this always confuses me a bit. Uh, it shouldn't. We're 69 episodes in, but it does anyway. Nice. So here's the roll. You need to take dice. Oh, God. Mm, nope. That's a fail. That's your second wound. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. you feel a cold and horrific iciness pierce into your chest. Your heart stops beating for a moment and maybe slowly starts to come back. But the whole, this whole cascade of, of coldness wraps around you and you immediately fall down. You hear the scattering of her sword, uh, on the, on the ground. Tara, you're next to her. You're just kind of getting your, your wits about you after that strange vision that this thing tried to impart onto you. Uh, and you can see that next to you, your friend has fallen. Daggett is missing somewhere in the shadows, screaming. Floy is down. Gilly has just scrambled away, but is at least alive. And that is the end of the first round. We will go to the next round. And you guys can go ahead and put yourselves into whatever stances you like.
I'm staying forward. Same. Uh... Jeff, uh, you said that Gil had scrambled away. Uh, is Togar being right next to the water? Right? Uh, yeah, uh, this is just like all kind water. of. It's oh, it, like water. the tokens are always kind of like in a in a just sort of a. We're there. Just no, to, it's to remind just, us. just double checking. All right, um, Tara, Daggett, you're both in forward. Gilly, you're in ranged. Okay, uh, Tara or Daggett, any order? What would you like to do? Uh, can I go first, but uh, mm-hmm. can I move so I'm on the other side of the washways and not right next to it? <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> come on now. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to take a hit. Okay. Um, uh, swing away. Yeah. Uh, again, they have. It, it's got plus two to parry, so normally your target number... Uh, is 13, but for you, for this attack, it's going to be a 15. So as long as you roll and hit a 15, you're good to go. Right. Uh, which I... Oh, and a penalty die. Right. Um, that is a ah, 21 with one 6 and a 10 on my... Uh, what's that die? Uh, okay, so you've got... Uh, all right. So what do you want to, so do you, did you have any extra D sixes? Just, just the one. Just the one. Okay. So do you want to use a heavy blow? Do you want to fend off? Fend off would increase your own parry if it decides to attack you. But that, that's only a physical attack, right? So, um, so I'll, I'll have you blow. Okay. Uh, so then you're going to take your weapon damage, which is five. It's going to add your strength. So that's going to be 11 points of damage. I'll tell you this, that is enough to normally kill it. That doesn't even sound right. (laughs) But I'll take it. But I am going to use an ability. Okay. So you thrust your spear through it. And once more you hear this this horrible... And for a moment you can see as though like these particulate icy... Uh, icy flakes almost begin to flutter down to the, to the ground. But then they kind of swirl in this this cyclone for a moment and reform uh momentarily uh but you are confident tara that you've just done significant harm to this creature uh daggett what would you like to do do i need another athletics check to keep going no, I'm going to say no because you've already okay. moved and you you've kind of you've kind of traversed the ground but because you didn't necessarily traverse it cleanly or quickly, you just lost your 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 bit. So yeah, yeah you can yeah, you can actually go into it this time. All right. Uh Daggett is still yelling out dwarven obscenities, uh calling you all fools and saying he's going to take care of this himself and he's swinging block fong at the wraith um ill-favored and minus one gives me three dice 
All right, man. You're swinging Black Fong? Uh, yeah. Uh, does it have a parry? Uh, plus two. But you don't have to worry about its parry. Instead, uh, Terra, what is your parry rating? 16. So the target you're going for, Daggett, is 16. As you bring the axe down, you realize that the angle it is taking seems to be going not against this creature that you're targeting, but instead at Terra. Uh, so ill-favored seems a little different here. Uh, I rolled a 10 and a 1, and okay. ill-favored would mean I'm taking the 1? Um, That's a great question, because ill-favored assumes that you're taking the worst that thing I'm trying to hit. for you. Yeah, yeah. However, I would argue that the worst thing for you is to successfully hit Terra. I would as agree. As a DM, <laughs> I agree. As a player, I'm like, uh. I didn't hear as, the second half uh, of the honestly, sentence, man, Steven, I so I'm just gonna, I just heard I agree. <laughs> I, I am on board for the dead, to be clear. <laughs> okay, if, I'm gonna if go that's ahead the case, just, uh, if it's yeah. the 10, then it's uh, piercing uh, with two extra successes. <laughs> Excellent I rolled roll, two my friend. sixes. Go ahead, Tara. You're going to make a protection roll against that. Why uh, is it it's... always Steven who's killing us? <laughs> never roll good unless I have, you guys. I have been signaling this for months. He really for has. Months. Why else? We all picked it up. We're like, don't I, I never heard shit. anything about this. Months. You were too subtle. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> really, right. really okay, don't right. think he was. Uh, Tara, you're going to roll a protection roll against, right. uh, let's see, you've got, trying to look at your armor, you've got a... So I've got 2D. Okay, so roll what a D... What am I trying to beat? Roll a D12 and 2D6s, and you need right. to beat a 20. Uh, which is the injury so, rating on block fall? Yes. That is the injury yeah. rating on block fall. If you want to take any dice, we do have audience dice before you rip I it. I would love an audience dice for this. <laughs> I will then use a complication, if that's the case, to make okay. your roll ill-favored. Okay. So you're welcome to take audiences. I have all these complications that people have kindly <laughs> given me. People have kindly given you. It, is the last session. it would be wrong of me <laughs> to end the campaign with complications still in my inventory. It's on we have we have, have eleven audience dice for all of you that. who haven't taken uh, your second wound <laughs> to use. I have twenty one complications now to use. God just damn so it! Okay, well, wow. with, with the audience dice and people the want you guys to die. I what do you feel. want? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't I, I feel. Isn't me. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I feel. you failed. Yeah. Okay, you feel, this is your first wound, I think, so it's not going to be like what happens with a renial, but you feel out of the darkness, you hear heavy footsteps, you hear maybe the cursing of Daggett, and you see suddenly a dwarvish figure emerge and swing, it's, it, everything's happening at once, you're not sure if it's, he's intentionally swinging at you or if he just misses terribly, but Black Fang comes swooping in and catches you. Um, and it catches you pretty terribly as you are going to suffer a wound. I have, I'll go ahead and oh, hit the severity. 
you're going to suffer a severe wound, which means you're going to recover from it in 10 days. Amazing. As he's oh going to bury yeah, this, this axe into your back. And you just feel, you just feel your arms just kind of tingle a bit. You feel like your legs almost kind of crumble underneath you. Underneath you, you do may, remain standing, but you are wounded with a very severe injury. Does okay. she still take the exhaust, the endurance? Oh yeah, of course she does. Uh, so that's which is what exactly? Remind me. It's twenty-one, 21 points of endurance. <laughs> are you? You still have a. Fuck. You can take knockback. Hashtag dang it, dang it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna take knockback. It's not Thank even you. dang it. It's damn it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I do think Daggett and his rage would probably think that he got the wraith. And not just with like, the yelp that that Terra just did, like yeah. and yelp. Dang it! What the fuck? Damn it! <laughs> Hashtag damn it, Daggett. <laughs> Okay. This really uh, is Daggett's nightmare. Like when you were describing the nightmare, he was worried about getting his fellowship killed, and now he's doing that. You're not getting them killed. You're, you're killing, killing them. them. <laughs> you've, 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 you're, you've killed, you've knocked two of them down. You've, you've wounded one. You've, you've really hurt Gilly, and you've knocked Floyd out of the fight. Floyd didn't get an attack in this fight because of you. Okay. Sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> so... Gilly, I believe it is your turn. Yeah. Uh, you can I you, you hear like things to, in the darkness. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I would like to move to the mirror and take out my paints and actually smother the surface of the mirror with paints. If Gilly, I'm going to give anything. you Gilly, I'm going to give you give you a test here. Uh, it's a it's a lore test. Um, okay. If you would like. Because uh, okay. I don't want you to waste your turn. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> have your have your friends die because of it. Uh, that's uh, extraordinary. Okay, you. This first of all, you have your paints. You can certainly try to smother it and block the the sight. Um, but the mirror doesn't necessarily have full vision anymore of Daggett. But it was something but those about eyes. It was something about whoever it was on that throne seeing the weapon, mm. seeing the weapon. And you recall from your research at the yeah. old library in Tharbad, you remember a name and you remember that that name likely carried down through the ages of family name, perhaps generations after generations, but likely something to do with that weapon belonging to a particular family or a particular clan or a particular lineage or bloodline. So it's less about like the mirror said it, the cat is out of the bag. Basically okay. it's seen yeah. it. It knows it's there. Got and it. So blocking the site is probably not going to have the effect that you intend. Then she's not, uh, she'll continue stabbing at the eyes because that had an effect on the wraith. Presumably it made it, it made it angry aside from that. You're not sure. Listen, okay. Your people are gonna die. Like I'm not. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I would say, Gilly, if you if you don't put some damage in this thing, like this could be a TPK. Got it. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the wraith then. Yeah. Oh fuck. And I don't have cool magical weapons, and all your cool magical weapons, yeah. Gilly can't lift because they're two handed. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. If only Daggett would just let go of the weapon. <laughs> yeah. Attack with it. Switch to his I'd, bow. I've been uh, saying in chat, I'm so mad that I didn't cut his damn arm off. I, I'm of with you, man. I sh- that's what I should have used in my, my forward sense the first I time. I really would have yeah. switched, but the the bout of madness, the, like I've shown him like going into a rage when oh, he's in combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's I think real, it's real wonderful. Good. I think you're doing an excellent job, Stephen. I'm glad. To be I on am the same trying side. to stay true to the character despite the yeah. unfortunate. No, it's narratively great. <laughs> yep. And I like well, how that I'm would. finally benefiting from you lying about your role results. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I should uh, be I, lying about my role results. Oh, that's another two. Oh, another one. Favorite two candies. Oh man, Gilly, how'd you do? Uh so extraordinary and please roll for a wound uh that's not gonna matter uh it's not you, you're you're not using oh, like i don't have using a magical a, weapon yeah, yeah so, so, it's, so you're not gonna be no able to wound it you're not gonna give it okay. a, give it a wound because it does have uh, that ability yes you're right yeah you're so the most but it will take your endurance do. damage it's gonna take your endurance endurance damage yeah so, just give me the so 12 okay i'm not the heavy hitter that we need so you don't understand this doesn't have a ton of health and so if you can do 12 like that is you guys if you guys can do do that, you have a chance. Um, Gilly does I, yell at Daggett, though, as she releases the bow. Drop the weapon, you idiot! It's his <laughs> weapon! And it's okay. the meanest you've ever heard, Gilly. All right. Okay. Who do I have at my disposal? I have Gilly, I have Tara, and I have Daggett. But Daggett's on my side. <laughs> so I don't and see why. And rolling fires. He was rolling fire. <laughs> so I'm going to use another one of my complications to make Gilly roll an ill-favored, uh, an ill-favored shadow protection roll as you begin to see visions, perhaps as you stand by the mirror, maybe they're reflected mm. in the mirror, of your mother, Pim Tolman, of your, of your home burning your your loved ones just being run over by undead by orcs an entirety of brie itself this horrific fashion images that you've seen before as my one candy god damn it jeff sorry uh, listen if you're gonna get mad at anybody 15. get mad at the audience for being so wisdom? damn generous <laughs> Uh, oh, for no, sure you were going to say me. I'm this glad you blame the audience. Do I, I fail? You fail. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand. What, what did you say? I failed. I don't understand. What does that mean? <laughs> Gilly, what's your... Sh- uh, so take a point of shadow. Okay. How much shadow do you have? I have 10. Double that and take an amount of endurance damage equal to that number. 20 endurance damage? It's 20 endurance damage. I know. Okay. Uh, can I take knockback with this? Or that no? is a great question. This is... Uh, <sighs> I don't have that much endurance, Jeff. How much endurance do you have? Like, Because you took a big <laughs> hit, I know, from Daggett, right? You took yeah, like I, and 10 with knockback, I only had 11 endurance left. I don't know for sure. So I'm going to roll in your favor and say, yes, you can. Uh, it's going to probably involve you maybe like doubling over in maybe pain or heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
nausea, whatever, dropping to whatever. My knees. Yeah, just dropping to your knees and just like reaching up, covering your eyes as the the images in the mirror that you're standing in front of are, are kind of going going crazy. When you when you drop down, you're next to Floyd, and you can see Floyd, the body of Floyd. He is he is dead. He is cut to pieces. You can see blood pool, pooling around him. Obviously, we know as players, it's not really what's happening, but that mm-hmm. is what Gilly is seeing. And so I'll say that is effectively what happens to you is like you are you. So you're out of the next round. Okay. If there is one. Okay. Then I get an icy touch. I, I don't, I just don't think it would attack Daggett. So I'm going for Tara. Yeah. This, this is a funny thing. This isn't even a final fight. You guys still have, this, it, there's a worse it, fight than this. Yeah. It may be. Yep. <laughs> that's a fair, that's actually a really good point, Melissa. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Hmm. All right, I'm Could going to. Could we have to... gotten Floyd up with like a healing roll back up to one? There wasn't really a, enough time. There wasn't enough okay. time. Um, he's not in danger of dying. You are, but he isn't. Um, because he just went to endurance loss. So he just he essentially just got knocked out. He got cold cocked and knocked to the ground unconscious, but he's not like damaged or anything. Um, all right, Terry, you were in forward stance, correct? Is that right? I, th- yeah. I think you were. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's an extra I, I, die. Sorry, uh, it was just me. Oh, you're good. 15, 21, 25 to hit with an extra success. No piercing below, though. Um, nowhere near. So I'm just going to do a heavy blow as just like a Reneal, you can see emerging from that kind of swirling uh, kind of mist that this creature this this undead wraith or specter is fighting from. You see an arm reach out this gnarled old arm that quickly turns to a spearhead and tries to stab at you it'll hit you uh it'll only do endurance loss and it's going to do 12 points of endurance loss so uh, if i'm already prone <laughs> what uh, uh what, did you take oh you took knockback from daggett yeah uh, that's a great question that's a great question. Or do question. I just take the full 12? Because I'm at 11 right now. No. Oh. I I don't mind. I don't know. That's actually... I don't know the answers to that. I also... Now that I think about it... I mean, if that's the case, if you, I forgot you would take a knockback from Daggett. Okay. It's not that's a once-per-round thing. Yeah. It's a once-per-round thing, but I still think... It, I, I don't think it's not going to be able to... I think it's still going to be able to attack you, right? Yeah, I mean, it made sense because I'm probably like on my knees or whatever in front of yeah. this thing. Like, like you tumble away. I want to get this raid. I don't want to kill somebody and ruin the damn. A uh, knockback thing. is on page 98, spills over to 99. Thanks, bud. Um, uh, it says once each round, they can have the endurance loss. It doesn't actually say they can't be attacked again. Okay. Okay. It just says they spend their next main action recovering. All right. Then that's what, it, yeah. And uh, well, we're going to say it's going to go through. And because it can only be once per action, Tara, you are, you do take the full 12. Okay. And, and I am out then. And you fall. Okay. There are only two of you left. One of you is on my team. And that is the end of this round. As we've got fucking run, <laughs> both rangers are down. The best and strongest dwarf is down. 
your leader has turned against you. Gilly is not to be found this round as she is screaming in agony at the sight of a dead Floy. Daggett, what would you like to do on this round, buddy? Be angry. Um, do you even have oh a backup God, weapon? I really don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, well, what's he has a Daggett doing? <laughs> my drowsy murmurs. I whisper, oh, Captain, my Captain. You can see the glow <laughs> of my Kolbar's axe. The runes on it glow slightly. I like it. Oh, I, I didn't like think it. about that. But you can't trade you magic can't trade magic items. <laughs> oh, I'm lending it to you. Not you trading. can use it. You can use it. I'm not. Uh, I, mean, I don't think you're going to have access to the special stuff that he has. But you can still use it as an axe. I have no problem with that. Okay. I am pissed off at the group. Um, I'd like to. Uh, let me know if this is like too much i want to grab either tara or erenial erenial's down too right yeah erenial's down and in yeah. a very dangerous um, condition actually okay so i think she's worse than tara i want to grab erenial and just like start dragging her back like pretty roughly because i am in a rage and like basically throw her towards gilly on my way to pick up floy's axe okay so okay all right. Um, you're not attacking. Is that too much? No, because I think the main action, your main, your basically your main action is just dragging and throwing her. Since you're not moving with like this incredible quickness, I'll say I won't require the athletics test. Um, like you, when you were racing, trying to race into combat. And I'll say, like your minor task, like your minor action on top of that minor task is to is to sort of you let go of Black Fong, and then you look down at your hand for a second. You realize you thought you did let go of it, but it's still in your hand. And you watch as your fingers finally, as you have to force yourself to unwrap your fingers around it, and it finally falls. Daggett, you feel a weight suddenly lift from you that you didn't even realize perhaps that you had as when you've been sitting at that tyrannical level it actually begins to fade slightly as you can move back from that level on your track as you reach down you grab the heavy crude kobar's cleaver which is not as like because because your axe is this long refined beautiful a beautiful weapon and like floy's is this it's just this large heavy cleaver and you pick it up in your hands hands shaking from it okay that's cool as shit <laughs> it's its turn it has an ability that it's going to now use at the beginning of its turn can choose which hero it engages regardless of restrictions, or it can abandon combat entirely. I don't see why on earth it would abandon a combat that it is just dominating right now. I'm just kidding. It's, it's really not dominating, but like it's it's taken some hits, some big time hits. Um, okay. You're going to see uh, Daggett 
as a swirl of mist comes moving across the room in your direction. And as you turn and whirl around, this figure is in front of you. What once was this icy, misty cloud is now kind of formed almost into a familiar contours of a wraith. And I'm just going to swing at you twice with two icy touches, actually. I think that's all it's going to do. Uh, okay. Um, did you, would you have moved into a different stance? I, we, we didn't technically ask about your stance. I thought about it. I don't think I would. Dag, it's okay. just his blood yeah. is up. I appreciate your, your honesty. Okay. First attack. Well, for the first time today, I can say I rolled a Gandhi. So the total is going to be a 15, but the Gandhi. That is exactly my parry. All right. I still hit for six <gasps> points of endurance loss. Uh, it's a it's a minimum damage, um, but I did roll a Gandhi. So second. <laughs> God dang it. Uh, second, that is two, six, ten. That is a 13 to hit as I rolled a one this time on the feet die. So you got extremely lucky. Uh, so that one doesn't hit, but is now amongst you. Gilead's right next to you as well, as you all are all kind of clumped together. And I'll say maybe with with Daggett being here and grabbing the axe, you look up, you see Daggett standing with Kobar's cleaver, kind of almost brandishing it in a way that, that kind of puts him between you and it. And then you look back down at Floyd, you realize Floyd... Yeah, he's hurt, he's down, he's unconscious, but he's not in a pool of his own blood. Your vision starts to fade. You look over towards the mirror and you realize that it's now once more a vision of that throne room. You don't see this scouring of your of Brie, of your of your home or anything like that. And we go to the top of the round. Two of you are the last combatants left with this creature. It has taken damage. It is not is not undefeated. I've used many of its tricks but it is your turn and it is getting very close. So Daggett, are you still in forward stance? Yes. Gilly, you can stay in rear word if you like. Okay. Okay. Daggett comes to you, man. We have 14 left. Last gasp. That's it. Man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we burned through quite a few uh, last episode. I've been saving a bunch up since uh, since the Nazgul fight. I've been pooling. I've been waiting. I thought about using him in the Lord of Nightmares fight, but I'm like, nah, he's just a mini guy. He's not that, <laughs> that big a deal. I want the Watcher race to... Because now, Gilly, you guys... Go ahead. Use your brain. Get them out of here now. And I start swinging my axe at the Wraith. Okay. Plus two parry. But go right ahead. Ill-favored. Uh, do I still have the minus one for the darkness? Yeah, it was darkness. He yells okay. at the weakest member of the party. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, honestly, with the combination of Gilly's lamp and the mirror, there's probably enough light where you guys are currently standing that you probably have enough vision. But since she got separated from tumbling away before, I think that's probably... And you guys had a chase after it. But I think since they're both next to each other, there's probably enough illumination for you guys to to do away with that for this round at least. And you know what? Since I'm actually rolling uh, a bad guy now, I know I'm going to roll poorly. So I'm going to take two extra audience dice 
are you now? Got it. I'm already ill-favored. You can't make it worse than that. I'm not. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I think I, I feel pretty good about the fight. I feel like I've I've accomplished. I just like to know that I get some licks in. That's really all. You have some licks I want to kill one or two players a fight. Why is that so wrong? I don't understand. It's not. It's I don't need a TPK. I just need a slow bleed and eventual. Uh, I'm rolling consistently here. Uh, three successes. I would have had a Gandhi for a fourth success, but it was ill-favored. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? With your extra successes. Uh, we already figured out that like piercing doesn't matter. So I'm just going to do heavy blow, heavy blow. 21 endurance. 21? It's what I've been okay. doing all game. Okay. Did it to Gilly and Tara and Floyd. <laughs> it's not enough. You swing through. You pick up the axe and you swing through. It's heavy. It's a little bit different than you're familiar with. It's a little shorter in some respects, but you swing up at it. And you feel the blade carve into the now kind of wraith-like contours. Its face for the first time emerges. This sort of pale blue face that just pops out of the shadows out of nowhere, almost frightening you in some way. And it just contorts in this pain, this elongated, uh, elongated look. But then it recoils and resteadies itself. As it is still up. We come to Gilly. Fucking shit. Okay. What are you going to do? Are you going to shoot it with a bow? Yes. <laughs> Gilly, come on. You've been like Murder Hobbit so many times. This, this is, Come on. This is hilarious. Come on. Can I? I'll take one. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you how much endurance it has left right now. Come on, Gilly. You can do it. Okay. You can do it. Uh, a wound doesn't matter, but I have an extra six, eight damage. I had to Gilly, ignore so many dice. Describe how you scramble away. Describe what goes through Gilly's mind at the sight of all your friends on the ground. The only one, the only ally living is one who has just turned on you. Maybe, maybe not. As you fire an arrow and take this water wraith out. Describe what goes through Gilly. So this was Gilly's absolute nightmare. Uh, Witnessing her friends possibly die. She's still uncertain, but she sees that Daggett's no longer holding Block Fong, and he listened, and she breathes a sigh of relief, and we have hope now. And so she draws her bow, and as it's when he hits it and its face emerges, that's Mm -hmm. when Gilly hits it, is in the face as it started to to coalesce its arms go wide you can see these hands turn icy spears this is ready to like stab them down at daggett it does one <sighs> as the arrow plunges in and it looks for a moment like it's just going to go through it and have no effect but then halfway through you see it stop the body this contours of this race suddenly become physical corporeal for a moment you see the strange contorting and this tweaking until Suddenly, it just rains down particulate ice dropping along the floors, these tiny little pebble-sized cubes. And it has died for a second time. As you are standing here and watching, you can see that the darkness in the room is still here. 
one thing you um, you recall, Gilly, from your time in the Blue Mountains when you first encountered such a such a, a weird darkness, um, mm-hmm. this kind of curse. There was an object likely that was causing it, and rather than the thing itself. And it's more than likely that somewhere in this room, that that item is here. Um, you've been stabbing at the mirror, thinking it's the mirror. At this point, you're probably certain it is not, in fact, that mirror. Uh, however, you have other pressing concerns. As you see Floy on the ground, you see Terra and Arineal on the ground. You see Arineal is very similar to what you saw in your vision with Floy. She is literally lying in a pool of blood, and she looks, of the three, far worse than any other. Daggett, you have Kobar's cleaver in your hand. You look at the ground, you can see the axe. You feel a flickering behind you, and when you turn, you see that the mirror is swirling, turns black, and no longer can you see the vision of that throne room. What would you two like to do? Gilly immediately drops to her knees again and starts frantically pulling out her healing supplies to tend to her renial. Um, But as she's doing so, um, she's talking to Daggett. Uh, it's still dark. There's still some other item that needs to be destroyed. Um, it's. I don't think it's the mirror. You fools. You should have listened to me. I told told you all I you shouldn't come you in here. I told you that weapon was terrible. I, I will continue ranting and raving, but I'll look around the room. Okay. And I think we, we talked about this, but uh, Daggett wasn't in that library. So you're really just kind of guessing. It's still very, very dark in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the, the light of this mirror kind of fading, um, you... You don't actually have much to go on, Daggett. So it is kind of a fool's errand as you just go around looking for anything. I will say roll like, you know, roll a d12 and tell me what you roll. If you roll, yeah, just roll a d12 and tell me what you roll. And, I'm still uh, ill-favored, right? No, just, just this is just like a luck test, basically, I'm looking for. Uh, six. Okay, six. Um, you begin scouring the room and... You, you you see that hanging on the wall interspersed are various like like effigies not unlike Othringal, uh, and you just start smashing them one after the other after the other after the other after the other and it's a while but eventually when you smash into one of these you you crush the skull of what you think might have been a warg maybe one of those earth sign beasts finally the light of the room begins to fade not only that daggett but you can actually see out one of these balcony windows if you recall when you were scouring around you saw like the top of the tower just kind of swirling in darkness it seems to have faded and now you can kind of look out to the to the northwest-ish sort of that long tundra and you can see for the first time what appears to be that tundra that stands between yourself and Karn Doom. And as you're looking out there, there is a swirling mist here and there. And it is, it's somewhat dark outside. But nonetheless, there are these fires or 
flames of, of, of sort of blue and green, you know, familiar color you've seen so far in the far distance. You saw them periodically when you were up in Othringal, but you can see them closer now and you are more convinced than ever that what you are seeing are, are the lights of the fortress of Karn Doom itself in whatever state it might be. And you can see it now just a couple miles away. I think Daggett would still be furious with himself with the whole situation. So even though the light is coming back in the room, he would continue just smashing all of these effigies in just a rage, just trying to work it out. Gilly, we're going to come to you. You scramble down. You can see that Arineal, you've you've unfortunately been in this situation with her before where she has been near death. Um, the fight with the Nazgul comes to mind, of course. You don't have a great deal of time. You know that there were still orcs and wargs and whatever creatures that Terra saw as well. And you, I don't know what's going on with her tracker there but you you race down you open up your your healing kits you get out your poultices your bandages whatever it is you have prepared whatever you still have left and you can roll your heal test now just to just so we do this right strangely enough the dying heroes thing does pop into play so if they are wounded twice they're considered dying so a mm-hmm. is technically dying right now mm-hmm. so you have to receive healing roll within approximately one hour which this was is not been an hour so you're totally fine if the role is a success, their life has been saved and they come back to their senses in about an hour at one endurance. If wounded, heroes must add uh, 10 days to the time required. So this is going to add 10 days to your require whatever it is that you had a renewal before. Um, and then it also leaves a permanent mark, yet another permanent mark. Yeah. I describe this as a, a, pierce, a pierced blow to your chest. And so however you want a renewal, describe that with your if you were if you were to survive so gilly is a very important role yeah i passed the the heal test um since this is just to stabilize you this does not take any additional days off of your healing time this just saves you from dying state Mm -hmm. and you actually add 10 to your heal state yeah so did you roll for your wound i don't believe i did roll for the wound so we actually should probably do that first because there's a possibility that I could uh, roll and I have Sauron on that. Okay. Uh, so let me pull up the wound severity table. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. It's in, it's in foundry. Actually, it's not that bad. <laughs> Severe injury. Oh. You will cover from your injury in one day, 11 days. 11 days. Yeah. Okay. Thank goodness. You're not uh, conscious. The second wound is not recorded yeah. on the character sheet and the severity roll is skipped. Thank you, Dad. What was because your because of the ten? That's right. Good thing. call. What was your what was your last one? At? Do you remember how much your previous wound was on? So it's thirteen days. You'll be able to cover. From got it. Okay. So you're you got the one. Okay. I'm gonna say it's a so renewal. You're still out, Tara. You're Tara. You're still out. Uh, I'm gonna say because I want long to play, long as Floyd. You come to consciousness. You maybe something about the flickering of the lights coming back on. The, the darkness not being so oppressive, the the mirror no longer 
uh, no longer highlighting. You look and you can see carnage all around you. And you can see Gilly frantically trying to heal Arineal. Oh, my head. Is everyone here? Uh, barely. We need... We can't... We can't stay here. We need... We need to... We need to go. I will find whoever needs assistance and carry them. You see Daggett has your weapon. Uh, you see, I think Lottie's axe, Black Fong, is still on the ground. Is that correct, Daggett? Yeah. You see Terra and Arineal are both unconscious. Uh, both seem to be breathing. Gilly seems a little bit more concerned about Ari. Uh, Terra just looks like she just took one hit after the other and fell. You don't notice any anything that's going to threaten her life currently, but she she does look worse for wear as well. Um, she has what you can tell as you pick her up, a very terrible slash along her back. Uh, but aside from, it doesn't seem as though it hit any major organs. It doesn't seem to have kind of severed the spine or anything like that, but it does seem pretty brutal. They're over my shoulder. All right, let's get out of here. She'll survive. Okay. Daggett. When will you learn, Floy? We are in Angmar. We can't charge in at everything we see. We need to think before we fight. Oh, there are many things I'd say to you now, but you're not in the right of head. I'm the only one who's been using their brain this entire time, and you say I'm not in the... Using I throw his brain? axe at his feet and I go to pick up Block Fong. You still insist on using that cursed weapon? Have you learned Can't leave nothing? leave it here, can we? For an orc to find? Use it against us? Does it mean nothing to you that you almost killed all of us? That it wasn't even these wicked creatures that we have been fighting, but you and this weapon? Wasn't me. The shadow twisted it. This, the specter. But you insisted on bringing this weapon. It was you. You were warned. I heard Gandalf warn you. Perhaps you would have preferred I just came to Angmar barehanded. Would that have been better? There are other weapons we could have obtained. It is a useful tool, a powerful tool. I have been warning you well. since Tharbad that this is cursed. And what but, would you have me no. do about it? We could have searched to cleanse it or buried it or gotten rid of it and gotten anything else. I am here for you, your friend that you left up here. We... And now you wished that we would have spent even more time wandering around looking for a way to cleanse an axe. That's nothing. This is my worst nightmare. Losing all of you. And I almost had to watch as you killed them. And Gilly stops talking at that point and, and leads us or starts to stealth towards the room to, to make sure we're clear. Okay. If you are moving off by yourself and you're not carrying anyone, 
I don't think you can. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I I, I can't. Be, She's you tiny. can drag some. Maybe you could drag somebody, but I don't know. Yeah, if you could, um, I can grab whoever's left. Who did you say Terry. you were getting, Floyd? Yeah, I'll grab Tara. Probably uh, not think, as gently. I think Floyd, Floyd took with. Tara, and I think you can take Erinial. Okay, Gilly, you take the lead, and you start stealthing down. Um, Gilly, make a scan. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is this is more scan than awareness. It's not really a danger. It's just something that you might pick up on as you leave for it without the distraction of having to carry somebody. Uh, great success. Okay. As you, as you start moving down, remember the, the middle floors were just filled with ice and you had to like mm-hmm. kind of crawl through them. It was extraordinarily difficult at times and very tight quarters. And you can saw there were all these old battles that like, as if they were just flash frozen in place you notice as you're moving and crawling through some of these that they're dripping, that there is sort of like the ice is kind of beginning to give a little bit way here and there. And you're, you're feeling kind of a, a condensation on your hands as you're crawling through a tunnel here and there. Um, you also notice that the, as you pass by some of those balcony sections, you can look out, you can see those specters glowing, moving around the way that Tara observed them. And you also, I would say that you're not, you're not, you're not able to discern whether or not they're a danger necessarily, but they are like kind of aimlessly wandering in this sort of like lost state. Um, it is still dark, very, very dark as if it's nighttime. But you're able to get down to the first floor. It hasn't been a significantly long time since you've been in here, <laughs> of course. Um, I rolled a, I, I rolled a random thing and I rolled a Gandhi. So and they have not uh, the orcs have not returned as of yet. You can push out through the front door. You can peek first to Gilly if you like. Uh, and again, you don't see the signs of any of the orcs you don't see signs of any living wargs there are some of the carcasses on the ground that you guys defeated you don't immediately see the specters but you also know that the specters can go effectively invisible as well um but you did see some of them mingling about the stones standing stones are still there they're easy enough to navigate so the three of you can get down the tower you're at the at the door you have both of the rangers over your shoulders what do you guys want to do How far is Kip? Like two, three days. days. Right? Oh. Yeah. Maybe it's best we rest here. The orcs could come back. We'll go to the cave we found. They missed us once there. They could miss us again. Okay. 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 Uh, that is easy enough to find. You don't have no role necessary. You can work your way back to the cave. Uh, you set down Terra and Arineal. It is cold. It is icy. Uh, that has not changed. Uh, but you are out of the wind at the very least, and you can rest. I'll say, uh, yeah, go ahead. Derek. Jeff, I'm sorry. Uh, one more thing before we left. 
we had a like pile of furniture and scraps ready to set fire. Would we have yeah. been able to set that before we left? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You can, so you can set it ablaze. Um, you would know that eventually that would be seen for a significant distance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Daggett's angry enough right now. He's not going to let his plane go away. All right. So you set fire to Kellogg door. He's sending and, a message and you leave. You find the cave shortly after finding the cave and sitting down area and sitting down Terra. The two of them come back to consciousness in short succession. And so now all of you are once more conscious, once more together in this cave. The Watcher Wraith has been defeated. Kellek door has been set on fire. You've seen the lights of Karndum. There are orcs in the area that you know are actively searching for you. And you are at least two days away from your allies back at camp that you know, at the very least, the Watcher Waith was aware of. What would you guys like to do? So as a Rineal, kind of, you know, I'm kind of imagining sort of that, you know, sort of aggressive sort of waking up, kind of like taking that deep breath in just, you know, kind of like... And what she has this chest wound, um, but it's actually going to kind of take on sort of this discoloration as she actually needs to take a shadow scar. Uh, because luckily I hadn't spent any hope and I was at 12 of 12 hope and I was at 11 shadow after that. So, um, She's going to suddenly sort of just have this uh, shadow scar that she's going to get. That's fucked. Gilly will also be taking a shadow scar. Um, I imagine when she got hit by Daggett, it was mostly with like the blunt end, but um, maybe the very tip of it kind of drug across her face. Uh, she got knocked back. And so that will be her shadow scar is a very thin line that just kind of drags across her right cheek. That's badass. <laughs> Every time you look at your reflection, you'll see it. It'll be a hard one to explain to Tolman. Oh, boy. <laughs> really won't tattle. I think we have no choice but to head back to camp. The, the rest of the party will meet us there and we can make a new camp. We do need to regroup in, depending on how they, they've done, we need to move on to Karndum. How long do you guys want to wait here? You can, you can rest, you can, you can take the equivalent of, uh, of probably, it's not a safe spot. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's not a safe spot. There's orcs actively looking for you. You just set fire to the tower. Like you guys are wounded. Like it's not a safe spot, but you can I mean, I could say you, you can take like a short rest or something like that, but I know that doesn't affect that does, that's not going to help Ari or Tara because they're wounded. Um, I don't think I would say enough time to bandage Floyd? and yeah, yeah, like just enough to get our breath back and keep going. No, I'm wounded as well. Oh, wow. Am I at zero endurance still? Or you're at am one. I at one now? You're at one. Yeah. So Ari's at one. Tara's at one. Floyd's at one. Daggett and Gilly, I think neither of you are wounded, right? No, but I'm at one unless we do a short rest. 
<laughs> short rest it is. <laughs> so the short rest will only then help Gilly and Daggett since of the ones that are because I because um, if you're wounded, short resting doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, for you, unfortunately. Uh, I'm fine with the main meta. Okay. And then um, maybe Jagged and I can take lead stealthing back. Yeah. Okay. All right. If that is the case, um, you're venturing back. You're trying to get back to your camp. A couple days. This is all again. We go into our little montage system. Uh, our little mini, mini travel. Um, Gilly, you said you're going to take lead on that. Is that right? Did I hear that right? Yeah. All right. Go ahead and roll. You said you want to do it stealthily. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, difficulty six. Uh, time limit. I'll put it at five. All right. Give us the roll. A uh, great success. Okay, so I'll say this, that if you took a, an hour to catch your breath to rest the bandage, make sure everyone was in and you start moving after that, you come out of that crevice, that cave, and you can see that the fire is still, still ablaze um, in the tower. You can smell smoke because you're not that far away. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a tower of stone. There's only so much the fire is going to do, of course, but it is ablaze and it does give this eerie kind of orange glow to the area. It helps a little bit when you travel, at least for the first mile or so. And the difficulty after that though, Gilly is that there are more dangers that you're now having to face as you hear the sounds of orc riders coming, you see the sound. You see the sounds of of these 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 warg riders flying past. Who you you see them in enough time to hide yourselves, so it's not as though they see you, but they are racing back towards the tower. You see not just those that you fought, but you see other creatures kind of moving past you over the course of the hours, the day in which Gilly takes lead as if they are kind of flocking to the site of Kelik Dor, like the main century point for Karn Doom. It was not in greatest of condition, but it nonetheless gave good sight and good warning. And so it becomes a difficult journey to hide here and there, but you're able to. Eventually, after probably about a day of constantly moving, stopping from time to time, dang it, you said you wanted to take over next. Is that right? Yeah, um... Remind me, what checks are we allowed to use for this montage? Can I use travel? Um, I'll t- yeah, I'll take travel. Yeah, I'll take travel. Sure. Okay. Otherwise, it um, was athletics, explore, or stealth. Generally. Yeah, I mean, I'll take travel. Travel's okay. Okay. At this point, you've gone, you've traveled, you, you've you've journeyed around enough that I think it's it's you don't always have to look for brand new routes. It's more about moving on some of the routes that you've discovered. I'd like to uh, take an audience die as well. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, That is three successes. Damn, I am consistent tonight. You, uh... (laughs) Honestly, man. Honestly, MVP. I think both sides would probably vote you MVP. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) MVP. Um, Listen, like, they don't seem to appreciate you on that side, so if you want to come over... (laughs) 
Uh, why is everyone mad at me? I'm rolling so well. <laughs> Doing really well. You're in trash, but you're the smartest dwarf on the, on the side. Come on over. I was Come about over. to be the only dwarf. Well, that's not going to happen on the other side. Okay. That was the plan. I see. You're able to to sort of retrace your steps for when you ventured out here. You'd be able to kind of find the route back. And you're taking kind of a similar a similar tactic. Um, much like Gilly, you do see there are enemies moving past. At a certain point, you notice uh, in the distance this thundering rumble. Uh, you can hear it first. You can feel the shaking. You can see almost like a, a storm of ice sweeping at you. When you realize that it is about a half dozen of those ursine Angmar beasts with what looks like these large Orukai, those those trolls that that Rotag was that almost looked like a, a massive orc, but in fact you learned later was a specially bred troll. And you can see them once more, not unlike Rotag. And they are on the backs of these beasts and they are thundering past you. Now they don't notice you again. You're able to keep hidden. Uh, but there's about a half dozen of them. They're coming from the east, they're coming from your camp, they're coming, you would presume from even further towards the ruins of Dolgoeth or somewhere else, but they are moving with great speed. Uh, these bears seem to, to travel uh, at, if not the same, perhaps even greater speed than the wargs themselves, and they and they cause the ground to shake when they pass. I need one more, uh, one more success, basically, and you guys will venture there because uh, you guys have at five out of the required six. You got three time, you got three time left. You guys are moving along at a pretty good clip. Do a little athletics. Okay, Floy. A certain point. Yeah. It's been a couple days. Enough coddling. You're a tough dwarf. <laughs> Press some this. And uh, yeah, roll your athletics test. Nice little Sauron with success. You got a Sauron? Yeah. Oh, crap. But still a success. A great success. Yeah, but that's that bad. <laughs> that's really bad. Just going to go ahead and fold my hands and put them in my lap, and I'm going to tuck that into my pocket for later when it's more dramatically appropriate. Okay. However, you do notice as you venture up and over one of these ridge lines, and you're about to traverse into the valley where you had set up your camp. When you notice down in that valley are in fact not your allies, but you can see that there are somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 hill folk. They don't look like orcs. They're hill folk. You don't see... I mean, I, I don't think you've seen... Have, have you guys seen Braddock yet? I don't think you guys have actually seen Braddock yet. So, so. But you do see folks, and they're scouring about here and there. And at one point, as you're watching, you see them drag from a hidden cavern the wrapped-up remains of Sorindir, and I think it was... Um, Falin, was it Falindil? I think that was the name of the... The first one. The poor uh, Lady Ara Lady Arisol's ranger uh, who passed. They kind of take the bodies out. They drag them out. And you see from a distance they have this exchange as if like they they knew you were here. And they know you're here. And they're scouring about the area. Whoever would like to roll a scan test. 
and would like to. I'm pretty good at that. Okay. And what I'll do is I'm going to total up the amount of successes on everybody who rolls this scan. Uh, two successes for me. One success. Okay. So three total, I think. That's a feel for me. I just got one. Okay, so four total. Uh, I'll give it a try if everybody else is doing it. No. Okay, four is still okay. Four is still plenty, actually, because you look off as you're scanning around looking for any signs of anyone. You don't see, other than the two bodies that were dragged out of the cave, you don't see any of your allies. However, as you're scanning there, looking around, something catches your attention. Floy, and I mean, first it's Daggett. Daggett, you see it kind of, something, this thing kind of flapping around in the breeze on like this gnarled, ruined tree of some sort. Like it, it's, it's sort of petrified in a manner a good half mile to the north. You can kind of see it kind of flipping around. For a second, it almost looks like one of those birds that have been tracking you guys and maybe your your heart, your your eyes kind of look over, over towards it for a moment. But then as you look, as you're staring, Floyd or Renil, you look over as well. Uh, Gilly too. And a few of you recognize what looks like a flapping yellow banner. Very similar to the one that Thorvum and Phoebe said that they would signal for you all with when you first traveled to Mount Graham many, many months ago. What would you like to do? Where did we see that? It was on the... Off to the north, about a half mile away from your camp, tied onto a high, uh, like, gnarled tree. Uh, I saw a get there. Gilly, you remember that? Mm-hmm. I can't believe it, it worked. Because be that was one of Gilly's crackpot ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Our original camp's been oh. compromised. I think they moved. Yeah, we should still be careful so we don't bring anyone back. We found the dead uniforms of Tharnau's men. There's a chance this could be a trap. We should be careful. Is Balvan anywhere to be seen? No. He stayed back with Zorn, do you know? No, he didn't. He he traversed. You guys hid the bodies. He, they said they were going to take care of him. They hid the bodies within like this little cave system that you guys have been hiding in uh, near your camp. You. Thanks. So you guys go and you take a look at this, this gnarled tree with the flat, you know, the fluttering yellow tatters. You get up there and there's no one there. There's no message. There's nothing. No one attacks you either, Daggett. But then you look off again, just slightly off to the northwest, and you see another one, this time kind of pinned what looks to be like to a very large stone shard coming up out of the ground. Travel that one. Look around again, no messages. But then you see another one off in the distance about a half mile to the northeast and then another one and then another one. And as you follow each of these tiny little tatters of cloth, you eventually come to the base of the mountains of Angmar as the foothills begin to venture upward somewhere between, if you're looking at the map, where we put Othran Gold and where we put the other location, the mines, uh, or the, actually not the mines, the um, the location the Rivendell Elves went to, somewhere between there. And as you approach, 
I'll say you hear a very slight shuffling and you see standing kind of flank off to either side. You see two elves that look identical as Elro here and Eladin, who are very much looking worse for wear. They let out huge size. Their bows were both drawn. And they say, we saw you a mile or two out, but you had a, a foul stench on you. We were worried, but we are happy to see you. Come, we had to move camp inside. And then Ross made it back inside. And when they look at you, Daggett, like you can see Elro here's eyes just kind of linger for a moment on you. And then they kind of turn away. Hello, man. Okay. You guys follow in and you go through this very circuitous cave. A couple times, the two of them communicate with them. They get very frustrated, like blasted cave system as they kind of look back at the doors for a moment but eventually they lead you through this winding circuitous uh space until you find yourselves in an open kind of underground cavern you hear the sounds of other voices you can see what looks like some kind of underground water source that people seem to be camped up against and there's a few little lanterns that have been lit up to give light around in terms of who survived we're gonna Gotta figure that out right now, actually. Oh, God. Um, as. Okay. You look and you see as you step into this cave. Uh, actually, I already rolled this. Uh, you look as you step into this cave. You can see the elves from Rivendell and Forlorn are here. Uh, they are. You can tell that a few of them uh, are very, very injured. Um, many of them are kind of like wrapping what looks like arms here and there. One of them looks like Balavan's hand is, is, is somehow like kind of shattered. Uh, you look off and you can see that there are several dwarves in here as well. Uh, Daggett, you take a, a deep breath, you look and you can see both Rollin and Snagit have survived. Uh, but as you start doing some counting, not all of the Oathbreaker doors have, in fact, returned from their sowing of discord in Moramin Teras. You look around Terra for signs of the Tharbad Wardens. You see the Oathbreaker doors who were with them on their, on their specific task. And you can once again let out a sigh of relief as you see there are some of those folks. However... Tharnau is there, but he is on a litter. You can see he has some sort of bandage kind of across his face, and one of his arms has been uh, kind of pinned to his chest. He also does not seem to be wearing uh, his normal clothes. Uh, you start counting up some of the wardens. You see Titus as well, who seems to be an actually not injured, and he is kind of shuffling back, bringing what looks like food and supplies and water over towards Tharnau, over towards some of the others that are injured. When you look at Lady Aracel's rangers, you see Lady Aracel. Uh, you can see Thorvum. You can see the Phoebe from the from the from the Deadland Dwarves. Uh, but you also notice that the rangers have been cut in half in terms of their total count. Uh, 
uh, and there are a handful of faces that you don't recognize, and they seem to be uh, in very terrible condition. Irineal, you see Udil, who was the um, who was the young ranger sent on behalf of Orifin, your old friend. However, none of you see Vinyator, uh, who was the ranger who found you when you first ventured into uh, into the Angle, uh, and was decent friends uh, with Terameth. Uh, in total, there's somewhere where there originally were about 11 rangers. There's around six left. Forlon elves look to be in full condition. Um, the Rivendell elves look to be in full condition. Uh, your Dunlin dwarves uh, look to be in full condition. Your Tharbad wardens have been cut in half. And your Oathbreaker dwarves have lost uh, not quite half, but they've lost a few. So some of them suffered casualties. And that is a few more complications I have just burned. That is what you see. Seems where the last group's return. Sorry, go ahead. Seems where the last group's return. I say we have a word. Elwer here looks to you. Yes, we thought we might not have returned at all. But then we saw flames on the horizon. And we had some hope that it was you. Things have been difficult there. The enemy here is disorganized, but not without strength. We found some alarming things. A mine, trolls, a quarry. And Elroy here kind of looks at Floyd, looks at Daggett. His eyes kind of venture over towards where Rollin and some of the other doors are. The mine is a term we use not the way humans do, but the way your kind does. When we say mine, we don't mean a cave. The small vines, veins of ore. We mean... Something closer to a city. Dwarven. At least it once was. The trolls now are... are being put to work. Dismantling it. Bringing stone from within the mine. We've seen it dragged westward up the slopes onto the tundra. And we presume towards Condoom itself. And... They do not just have cave trolls. They have a mountain troll. It is large. It is fierce. And it does whatever they tell it to. They did not see us, fortunately. But on our way out, we did come in contact with Another band of snow trolls. They blended in with the horizon. We barely saw them. We took a few out and we made our, made our escape. Your, your friends from Tharpad suffered a great deal. They got caught in a skirmish between orcs and, and those treacherous Rudauer hill folk. And the dwarves, Lady Erisil, 
they have a disturbing tale to tell about the ruins of Dogueth and the creatures that they saw being trained there. I suggest you speak with her when you can. Thank you. Nods at you. And we'll make a rounds. Okay. Who goes where? Uh, yeah, look to Tara. Over to <laughs> Very predictably runs over to to Tharno. You and, with um, your own wound throbbing, you you get near him, and you can see that uh, Titus is there, and he's like, and you can see for the first time maybe ever he doesn't he's not overly excited. He actually looks very calm and he looks very concerned. He's, oh, Mister Mister, it's okay. He's going to be okay. He took a terrible wound. And we we were we were doing as Mr. Daggett suggested. We were we found the We ambushed a group of, of people out in the in the wild and we put on the clothes and but just as we were doing so a, a group of orcs came out of the hills. Apparently they were still stalking the keep. They fought us and then the hillfolk came out from the walls and there was a, a battle between the two and we were caught between them. Well, some of us made it out, some of us did not. But Tharnel, he fought valiantly. He will, the, the healers, the elves said he will, he will live, uh, but he is, he is weak and he needs rest. But he will live. He will live. Assuming we can find our way out of this place. He, he like, hesitates. And he, he's got that, those giant ham hock of hands. And he kind of hesitates, kind of reaching it out, like thinking to put it on your shoulder. And eventually, he just goes for it and he does. And, and it's like, it's super heavy. A hand on it. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you will live. You will live. And uh, I, I'm, I've been feeding him well. Don't worry. He, 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 he comes and goes from consciousness. Uh, he asked about you, um, so he will be quite pleased to see you all here. Ooh, and then, then he looks down at your back. Oh goodness, what happened to you? As you have a terrible wound of your own. I I didn't have you to take care of me. Well, we'll have to remedy that now, won't we? And then he starts kind of like barking orders to a couple of the uh, like the other wardens around, and everyone's kind of fetching things like a bandage here, like a bowl there, kind of getting you know food, this and that, and, and like it's really just broth at this point, as opposed to anything being in it. But like people just randomly move around really quickly as he seems to have taken a bit of a leadership role. Maybe it's just because he's really tall, or maybe he's just everyone likes him. And uh, Tharna's just like unconscious this whole he's time. There. He's there. Like you could wake him if you wanted, uh, but he is like resting. Like, you can no, see I'm, him breathing. I'm not not going to. Uh, okay. But what I what I will do is uh, lean in and give him a very soft, almost imperceptible kiss on the non bandaged part of his face. Um, and uh, I I need to go and speak with. Lady Ursel. Thank you, Titus. Thank you for taking care of him and thank you for 
I would not feel all right leaving if I didn't know you were here. Of course. He'll be fine. I promise it. I swear. She gives his hand a squeeze and, and goes to see Lady Erso, which okay. I will do after everybody else sure. does yeah, there. So. <laughs> Where, where's everybody else want to go? We can go in whatever order we want. Uh, so, Floyd, you've talked a little bit with the Rivendell elves. Tara, you talked a little bit with the Tharbad folks. So, Titus, uh, Gilly or Daggett or, or, or Aerie, is there, is there any particular questions you want to ask of somebody? Daggett uh, would like to go visit his brother. Okay. So, you head over towards where the Oathbreaker dwarves are. You can see that there are some missing. Names you would probably recognize, um, but in terms of, of people we would, we as a, as a stream would recognize, Rollin seems, seems to be in some pain, but is nonetheless conscious and talking and planning and, and helping where he can. Uh, you can see Snagit is, is actually, and he doesn't seem to be terribly wounded uh, as he is, again, moving about. Um, he seems to be moving about with greater purpose. Uh, he doesn't seem to be wilting into the background as much anymore. He's by probably necessity has kind of started to emerge back more into kind of a leadership role here and there. And people seem to be deferring to him in some ways. But when he sees you, you can see he, oh, I knew you'd be all right. They were worried about you. He kind of comes over and just puts like a big hand on your shoulder Almost like he's going in for a hug, but he kind of just leaves it there for a second. Daggett almost has like a thousand yard stare going on right now. He's just mm -hmm. the exhaustion is setting in. They finally got back. He looks at him. He looks at the hand on his shoulder. Sit with me, brother. Of course. Sit. Sit down. And he kind of just kind of pushes you down a little bit, very gently, kind of leading you to a spot in the ground. Nothing's particularly comfortable, but it's better than standing and what you've been doing the last couple of days. Um, I'm going to say three days have passed. So for those of you who are tracking wounds, can go ahead and tick that. And you're sitting there, Rollins there, Snag is there, a few others. I'll say some of the, some of the other dwarves uh, from the Dunlins kind of come and go, as again, they've all kind of everyone's sort of bonding here and there. There's no, there's no acrimony anywhere. No one's pointing fingers or blaming anybody. Everyone's really kind of come together, although they have suffered. Everyone that you see as is tired or is wounded. I suspect Brother. it was you that uh, set the beacons on it. Yes, I suppose it was. Good. Successful then it was. We haven't spoken much lately, have we? We've been busy. Brother, do you remember after our father's accident? You taught me how to how to swing a mattock. How to work. I I did. I've I've been working so hard and yet it doesn't seem to matter. What do you mean? 
doesn't seem to matter. I pull Block Fong out and I just set it on my lap and I'm just staring at it. His eyes kind of go wide. The fire-haired woman's weapon. A mighty one, it looks like. Slain many a foe with it, I imagine. I trusted it. It was... It is a fine weapon. And... It served me well. It had served me well. No, I don't understand. It doesn't look broke. doesn't look like there's anything wrong with it. As you're sitting there with it on your lap, you just kind of feel once more, as, as much as you hear, you just feel like something reaching out to you from it. And your hand just kind of caresses it ever so slightly, like it's a, like a lap dog. And you kind of shake free. It is beautiful, isn't it? Aye. It's a bit dark for my taste, but... Yeah, the craftsmanship's exquisite. I can't seem to let it go. It's a weapon you're not supposed to. If you let it go, then you start using your fists. You're all right, brother. You don't look well. I'm not. You still, you still carry your Matic? Keep it in good I, condition? Oh, I do. And he reaches over and he kind of picks it up. There it is. And it's this, you know, it's like a, like a big, like half axe, half, you know, mining pick, you know, that you got to picks up here on one side. It's been, it's been sort of hammered down to almost have an axe blade. And the other side, it has more of a puncturing tool. It's been refined over the years. He's used, it's less used for, for labor and more for defense now. Here she is. A beauty. And it's in so as a wee lad. Not as refined as yours, I imagine, but it's, it certainly has struck down more than a few foes out here. I've... I find myself missing mine. Do you think... Perhaps... I could use yours for a while. You want to use mine? Not... Um... I... I guess we've got some extra weapons. I can... Um... Sure, brother. Sure. He kind of, like, hands it over to you. Confusion on his face. I take the Matic and I'm holding Lok Fong and I'm just looking at both of them intently. Just sitting in silence for a while, even if he like clears his throat or something, I, I don't respond. And then I work up the willpower and I hand him Lok Fong. Hold this for me. He takes it. And you see just a little bit of a jolt as he grabs it this is magnificent um uh, i can use this you sure 
No take specs. It will serve you well against orcs and any creature of the flesh, but I warn you, if there's anything unnatural, it'll be the death of you and anyone with you. What do you say, brother? And he's like kind of drifting a little bit as he says it, kind of playing around within the air. Mighty, fine weapon of the balance. Whoever crafted this thing is master. They don't so, make these like they used to. It's the weapon of a leader, of a captain. I know you. You deserve to be the, the leader of our people again. It was always you. He kind of looks over at Rollo. No, I had my time. And he reconsiders it for a second. And he sets it down. No. No, I don't think so. And he reaches down over, like you can see there's a pile of weapons and he kind of pulls out. No. No, I think he's got the most mundane looking pick axe, something similar to his own Matic. No, no, no. I think this is more my style. He, he says that, but you can see one of his hands is still kind of resting up against the dark shaft of of, of Blockbomb. Well then, it seems that you've learned a hard lesson much easier than I did. Mm. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. Fade out of that. I just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gilly or Airy, do you check in with anyone? Harry was going to go over to Lady Aerosol so we could leave that for last because that's also where Tara was going. Okay. Gilly, what, what, what would you have done? Who would you have checked in with or anything like that? Um, She would have made her rounds but probably would have first gone to like the Forlond Elves to check in with them. Um, okay. All right. So you head over, you can see Amdrim is there, Balavan is there, still has his kind of thousand yard stare to him, but he's got these little cuts and nicks and stuff. His hand is being wrapped up. He doesn't even acknowledge you. He's just sort of kind of there as um, as whatever he is. He's just taking up space. But Amdrim will come over and he looks, despite some injuries, some nicks and cuts and such, he seems more present than you remember him he mm-hmm. seems his his mind seems less clouded he's like Miskatogoras I am pleased to see that you are alive and I have heard that you were successful in your task you set the tower ablaze I heard yeah well, we almost weren't um, almost but- means nothing. As long as you were successful, you were successful. Yes. 
Well done. We discovered... And she goes on to describe um, what we uncovered there, like the, the mirror, um, the dwarf that we saw. Uh, and she even quietly admits um, her fear when um, it was managing to manipulate Black Fong, even though Daggett was trying to control it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was dealt with. But I, I believe that may be who we need to truly deal with next. He's, if if my notes are correct, uh, he he's a descendant of Golfang. Um, perhaps. You see, you see his face kind of like, you know, his eyebrow raises as the way an elves might curiosity, but nothing more than that. But. I, I just wanted to, to check in with you all because when Gilly was in Forlorn, she was helping um, the healer deal with people who were suffering from the effects. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, she turns... Amdrim will probably... I mean, you met Amdrim when you ventured to Forlorn yeah. mm-hmm. with the express intent of removing whatever curse had befallen Floy's armor. Yeah. So... Uh, Amdram would know if you if you broach that he probably would at least hazard that theory that whatever similarities like there's clear similarities between the two and yeah it could have been much worse had you not come to them with Floyd who knows what could yeah. have happened uh and it's there is nothing near here where we could purify this this artifact sorry i disappeared i <laughs> know yeah, you did i'm like oh my gosh she used her hobbit her hobbit uh her brie hobbit thing yeah <laughs> you put on the ring of power yeah i know right oh, oh my god. god oh no <laughs> quick get her <laughs> um and he he kind of shakes his head i'm sorry miss kettlegrass no this place is a a cruel and terrible wasteland does it it is a tomb the water there can be drank, but I would not expect it to be cleansed. It likely will make us all sick if we are forced to drink it for too long. There is no place here quite so pure as the Gulf of Linden. And and she nods to that. And then she sadly looks to Balavan. And he's just kind of staring down. He's got wounds here and there. Again, someone's just wrapping his bandage. Yeah. What what can we what can we do? Nothing. For Balavain. Are you, are you sure? His it's hard to explain. His spirit has been broken. He will You will go where we point. You will assist us. But should he survive this, there is no place for him here on this earth. Travel westward. His body, what you see before him is nearly a hollow shell. And... Gilly grows pretty quiet and somber with that. 
and she'll go and she'll sit with him for a little bit. Sure. And while everyone else is doing their things, Gilly is basically recounting all of her adventures with Sorendir to Balavan. Nice. As even though he's not there. I like it. Um, go ahead and let's say roll. Give me a roll. Give me um, an enheartened roll. Enheart. I haven't yeah, done one of those that in makes, a minute. I know, right? Let's just make sure we get all the skills rolled before let's, we end the let's campaign. Let's touch them all. I had barely asked you guys to do riddle, but riddle is going to be the key to winning the final battle. <laughs> no one put skill points in it, and you guys are so screwed. So I just kept distracting you over here with all the fighting. I got two pips. Two pips. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, that I'm sure they'll both just... be sixes and the D12 will be a Gandhi, so yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, look at that, 24. Oh, hey, it's Gandhi. Ah. I've been just rolling really success. well. <laughs> Today, you have, you've been crushing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ashley. Would you roll? Just a regular success. Okay. You, I'll say it, it, it's very subtle, but you do you do notice that his, his sort of far off stare breaks from time to time as you... As you explain stories, as you tell stories here and there, yeah. things like yeah. this and that. And every now and then he'll very faintly kind of turn in your direction and a very sad and very simple and subtle smile will briefly show on the side of his mouth before kind of falling backwards to that kind of that stare. And then he'll just turn forward again. Yeah. There's something, maybe he's not as empty as Andrew says, but... He is certainly not well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so everyone's kind of touched. So you, we wanted you. So Irenial, you said you wanted to, to talk to Lady Aerosol. Yes, I did. When you approach, she has a grim look, but um, especially if Tara comes over shortly thereafter as well. Yeah. She yeah. will. I am pleased to see both of you. Uh, she's got like a some dried blood on her face here and there. And uh, I've heard you set the tower ablaze. I wish that we were as successful as you. We were not able to get close enough before those beasts caught us, and so many beasts. Bear cubs, wolf cubs. And then you see, like she kind of, and worse, they have drake whelps. Two young ones, very small. For, for Drake, that is. I've, <laughs> until we've come here, I'd never seen one. Just stories. Wasn't even sure if they existed south of the forward with. Uh, they were fierce, fiercer than any warg, fiercer than any of those cubs. There was a, an orc. One that seemed to revel in the breaking of these creatures. They, uh, I watched as one of those whelps was thrown into a pit with three of those ursine cubs. And it looked for a moment that it was badly and cruelly outmatched. And then with uh, an arcing of its neck 
it unleashed a foul and poisonous breath. And we watched in horror as those those cubs were just... And you can see she kind of just shakes her head, their fur, their skin, eaten away. Their howls we could hear from... We would have been able to hear them for miles, I would imagine. Terrible creatures. And it seems that not all of your number have returned. No. No, that is true. There, there was a contingent. They have been training. <laughs> what the elves call Urukai to ride these massive bears. They've ran us down. And she starts like listing names of the few that were taken or killed. The rest of us were able to escape with the information. Vinutur's name among them? I'm sorry, say, say the name again. Was Vinutur's name among the ones she listed? She did not, but when you mention his name, her face just kind of... She's keeping a serene and powerful kind of leader face. Like, she's trying to show strength, but with the three of you, like, in this close conversation, and, and obviously if any of the rest of you want to be in this, you're more than welcome to. Her face kind of falters for a moment and then solidifies. He held a line to ensure the rest of us could, could venture up a path in the mountains to the north. I assume he is no more. There's face falls and it's clear she's trying to stay upright and not fall to her knees. Airy will kind of put a hand out on Tara's shoulder. We did not come here naive to the danger, but we have found the depths and breadth of everything here to be beyond what we could have prepared for. The good news is while they have a fierce fierce number and cruel creatures at their disposal they are anything but unified. Even even at the ruins of Dol Guaith, we saw the factions working. Those beasts were, were fighting against one another, arguing over who was going to get what resource. We even saw a few of the orcs slain by the Urukai, merely for questioning them. So, what they have in brute force and ferocity, well, we must counter with unity and strategy. There is that that we have, at the very least. And as has always been the way, show it shall continue to be. We were quite concerned 
I feared we were not going to return from this task. Yes. I was trying not to be rude, but the two of you looked terrible. I indeed did not even remain conscious for most of what occurred. I do believe, as with anything we've done, we have accomplished a small task, taken out one piece of the puzzle. But the worst is yet ahead. The sons of Elrond and a disturbing tale. The forge fires of Kandum are lit. The ruins of the fortress are being rebuilt. Not yet have they grown to such places where they might sustain themselves. But there is someone there building the place. That is alarming. Our companions saw that as well from our vantage point in the tower that is now ablaze. Seems perhaps we must assess the information we've gathered, but perhaps we do not spread ourselves so thin moving forward. There are far fewer of us to spread. I am glad to see you. We will as yet have time to consider those that will not journey with us further. Oh, they will journey with us. In spirit and in our hearts, if not at our sides. At that point, we'll say... A little bit of time passes, everyone's kind of reuniting, taking stock of things. Uh, you did lose some. I will be transparent. I burned some stuff in order to make that happen, mm-hmm. uh, to whittle your forces a bit. Uh, so it wasn't so much horrible rolls, uh, but you did task a few of them with very difficult tasks. So the we sabotage of, of, of Dol Goeth, the uh, discord... Uh, at Moramin Terras, both of those were very difficult. Uh, there were no outright fails. Uh, uh, however, there were some eyes of Sauron rolled. Uh, and that is why we are dealing with some loss. Okay. Uh, so, we, uh, we, we look around. We see a, a company filled with people still. Strong warriors, some wounded, some not. Some lost, some still here. Uh, you are still of... Uh, I would say 75% the strength that you were when you first arrived, something in that neighborhood, if not a little bit higher. You have, at this point, um, kind of discovered all of the special little hidden locations. Uh, as I, I think I brought us back to the area door map as the mines uh, were the last of those you also could have done more with Mount Grom. You could have even gone as far eastward as uh, as Gundabad. Uh, that is that is a uh, more than a week away. Um, so I would say at this point, all of you having checked in, maybe got some rest, maybe got some food, some refreshment. It could even you could even take an extra day, whatever it might be. I would ask you all, what 
do you do next? You are the de facto leaders of this company. You are not the only, of course. Each faction itself has its own leadership, but they look to you as a as the glue that has brought you, you know, you brought everyone together. So what's next? March on Doom, right? Yeah, we have a, a descendant of Gulfang who needs to be assassinated. Hmm, seeing that more than half the fellowship is one endurance for a while. Sounds like a good idea, actually. God. Yep. That gets pretty healthy. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you was fine. Um, One short rest and I'm maxed out. How's your injury turn up? Or your wound? How many days uh, is it? I'm down to seven days. Six if we have Oof. taken the one extra day. Uh, so... Did you, you take you into roll? account yeah, we've already ten, dropped three days? Three. Yeah. Four. yeah. You should be, with, okay. with that, I started at six. I think you're at six. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, what about I, you, Floyd? I was How at you... seven until Jeff said right we took an extra day, and now I'm at six. Okay. I was at 13, wow. so then that means I'm at... Nine. Okay. Um, sometime, we'll say a day passes, you can take an extra day. Uh, in the morning, as everyone's kind of recuperating and, and, and sort of... People, there are sentries. You're putting sentries out like that. We don't have to belittle... You know, we don't have to kind of get in that too much. Um, as obvious, the... Uh, the sons of Elrond, Elrohir and Eladin will be more than happy to task with that. Uh, Kurador, the, um, the, uh, one of their other, uh, one of the other Rivendell elves and some of the others will, will kind of rotate out in a few of the rangers who are in better health, um, allowing those with injury to rest. At a certain point, however, I'm going to say that, um, Andrim, uh, may actually, no, not Andrim. No, no, no. Amdurim's fine. Amdurim and Rollin uh, will kind of seek out Floy and Daggett and specifically, uh, but the rest of you are welcome to be part of this, uh, this conversation as well. But they are, they are, they're interested in speaking with the dwarves. Um, and I don't know what state Daggett is still in, but Rollin will um, will come over to you, and he will kind of fetch you, Floy, and probably some of the other doors. And so it's a it's a it's a decent group. And and he says, "Well, uh, my friends, I've been speaking with Mister Mister Andrum here." And he kind of looks up, and Andrum kind of like nods down about what they discovered in the uh, in the mountains in the north. They uh, mines. They said there is a, um, well, a dwarven mine, not a, not a human mine, a, a dwarf mine. And I remember, I'm not sure how much the rest of you know your history, but now that I think of it, there is something that is curious about this. And I'm going to let... Floy and Daggett, and only Floy and Daggett, roll this. Uh, a lore test. Um, I'll say minus one, but not ill-favored. Uh, because there's... Uh, I had yeah. one pip, 
Okay. So I rolled a five. All right. I also Dang had it. one. But hmm. I'll spend one hope, why not? Spend one hope to uh, inspire yourself and get uh, yeah. a, a D six. Yeah, go for it. Or nice. not necessarily inspire yourself, but yeah. Well, what what are your what are your all your um, distinctive features? Would any of them apply? Proud and worry. Maybe proud of my kin. Sure, I'll take it. Sure. So you're inspired. Take the two d sixes then. Yeah. All right. If I roll five on this d six, I will pass. Okay. It's a five. Great success. <laughs> it was meant to be. So he starts talking. And he says, I never quite had this schooling that uh, the halls of Glad Rock, you know, there's had uh, education, intellect, law, books. They did not always make it down to those of us who work the hardest. No offense, Master Floyd. But I do recall hmm, reading stories. Yeah. And I thought they were stories and not necessarily history of a city, a dwarf city, an age ago, perhaps, built into the mines, or built into the mountains to the north, some to the iron mountains, others, others, well, perhaps they were wrong. They know it was near the cold, near the forward way. And remember the city now. It was called Zerectum. Do you recall it? And he kind of looks around to see if, like, or I am, am I just an old man chasing ghost stories? And Floyd, something does actually catch. Floyd, do you remember the name of your lore master? Your lore master friend? Jetty. Jetty, exactly. That's exactly his name. Nice. Now, I would imagine Floyd was not the greatest of students. That's probably, that's my guess, considering he has one pip in lore or whatever it is. I would <laughs> yeah. guess Floyd was not the greatest of students. He was, he was way more, I want the treasure rather than the lore, right? But there is a story you do recall of, of this, of, of a group of dwarves who kind of broke off on their own. Uh, the origins of which are murky. Uh, they're not Blue Mountain dwarves. You know that f- for a fact um but you do remember there were there was like a a group of dwarves that sort of fractured off um there were theories perhaps that they were ancestors of, of of betrayers petty dwarves from ages ago like it's ancient history but but you remember that they they never felt they never quite um they never quite fit within the more civilized uh, clans of the dwarves themselves. And there was a city once uh, that was referred to as Zerektum. And it was kind of, they wanted by themselves, they wanted to, they, they wanted to be left alone. And this, this long predates this history. And this is probably a conversation maybe. It's like coming out as like Rollins saying one thing, you're saying another, Rollins saying another. And then you kind of are kind of, bouncing off one another you're correcting him he's correcting you but it predates angmar like it predates the war with angmar it predates the kingdom like of angmar it might even predate arnor itself like this is like like, there are many who who wonder when was karn doom built who built karn doom 
Like no one really knows. And there are structures that you've seen here now that like you, the architecture is not unfamiliar to you. You've seen equipment with with insignia, with maker's marks of 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 craftsmen that go back ages. Now, obviously it's not the same, but you can tell when like somebody who has learned a specific school of craft takes that craft and uses it in their own way, embellishes it on in this way. And all this conversation just kind of comes together. He starts describing this and describing that. Like, Rong kind of comes to this idea that he thinks that maybe, maybe the elves have stumbled across this place. Maybe, just maybe, this is like this old fabled dwarf dwarf city of, of, a, of a clan of dwarves that long fractured and long separated themselves from the dwarves that we know, those from Erebor, those from the Blue Mountains, etc. It's a wild thought, but I think we're on to something. It makes me feel a bit uneasy and a little sad to know that our people could be so swayed by such evil. I know. And he kind of looks over the elf. I know we have a reputation. Some of us more than others for for having a bit of a, an eye for treasure. But wanting treasure, wanting wealth, wanting this is not evil in and of itself. But it bothers me and I hope it bothers you, my friends, to know that our kind can turn. I hope it was... I hope it was not out of... I hope it was not voluntary, at least. And that they turned to this sort of darkness, not of their own accord, but because they were perhaps forced to. Hide away. These are the old, the dwarves is old. We should make a better example of ourselves. I agree. And he kind of like nods. And remember, Rollin is, a, is comes from very, very like poor stock. Like, like Floyd, you're, we've, we've established, like you come from very high end stock. And so there is a significant like socioeconomic distance between the two of you. Hence the Oathbreaker dwarves themselves, that faction of this blue collar tired of not being given the same share that others have. But even that are like kind of nods and approval. I agree with you, Master Floyd. I agree. And so a little more of that conversation happens. Various, various stories here and there. Now the elves did mention that they, when they were there, they, they, they made it to the mines themselves. They managed to get inside. They managed to look around a bit. They didn't see dwarves. Like they saw trolls. They saw orcs. You know, they, they didn't see dwarves. It's not like the city was inhabited by, by, by this large contingent of dwarves, but did have the look they said. Of, an, of, a, of a city built by the, the eye of a dwarf and the craft of a dwarf. And so, and there has always been uncertainty. And you get this from Lady Arisil with the rangers. You get this from the Rivendell elves. You get this from the Forlorn elves. You get this from everybody. There has always been uncertainty just when 
Karn Doom was actually built is unknown. When Angmar came to power, the Third Age. But there's rumors about this this sort of this sort of exiled, self-exiled former clan. I go back m- much further than that. So anyhow, and we're I'll turn all together to here you. for this. We can be discussion. We can be absolutely. Yeah, all of these discussions. You're more than welcome to opt in or opt out. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure that we sort of shared with a broader group about because we did see. It was a dwarven figure that we, we saw. Short, uh, stocky, wide. You know, it has the look of a Floyd, look of a Daggett. You know, it's it's unmistakable. Yeah. So Arinio will describe that to everyone. That you know, kind of our experience as we were in the tower and what was seen. Yeah, and Gilly will go expand upon that about the maker's marks of the weapons and stuff that we've encountered. That the orcs and Everyone have been brandishing, also being of dwarven make. Um, and she, because Gilly's never actually asked like the dwarves about um, Golfong. Um, so she'll broach that to see what they know of him. Um. Okay. I mean, I don't think that name is been brought up before with Rollin. Um I yeah, I yeah, Rollin rolled really poorly, sorry. Um Yeah, I don't think the name would have recognition for him. Cuz I I, okay. I I I I rolled a 10, so it was pretty poor. Got it. Yeah. Like Yeah. Then if, if he doesn't, she just will expand about how his family was wiped out by the revenge of dragons because of the things that he had done to the, um, by taking the scales and teeth and bone of youngling dragons. Um, and. And then with that, I mean, if, if Lady Aracel is there, like, well, Drake's, you know, that's not, that's not Lady Aracel. Woo. Wow. She, uh, she sounds pretty rough in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Been smoking for a while now. <laughs> yeah. it, it's been a rough few hours. Uh, really really <laughs> Very dry in Angmar. Have you noticed that? Um, <laughs> she says, uh, "Well, she'll speak up." Drakes are not dragons, but they are very near to them. They are smaller, but they are fierce. They have not the, as far as we can have documented. They don't have the ability to fly, but apparently they do have a familiar breath weapon. So, it appears whatever um, curiosity seems to have been affixed across the generations. For they are in pens. Two whelps it is. And if there are whelps, I suppose that means then there are larger versions. We have seen one. She kind of nods her head. Let us hope it stays clear from whatever we do next. The little ones were able to dispatch quite easily with some of those 
ursine beasts. I shudder to think what one of the the adults could do to a man or a dwarf or an elf. And then she looks down at you, Gilly, or a hobbit. And Gilly, because there was that one, the first time we came to Angmar, uh, and Gilly was really close to it. Yeah. Uh, witnessing splatter it. of like war yeah, blood on you or something. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, and you guys will kind of watch as Gilly kind of gets a faraway look in her eyes and she's like, I have an idea. And, uh, and she just kind of goes quiet, but then she shakes herself out of it and mumbles. I, I, I've very closely seen it feast upon creatures. It is a beast. They do eat. Yes, but... Uh, it was much larger than I, so I can only imagine. And she really doesn't what understand is your what idea? you're saying. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. just no, kind of waiting just, for you to finish. <laughs> it's mostly just fear. The Gilly's just just imagining it eating her, basically, and she's just remembering. I think we've rested enough. There's plenty of us that can still fight. We should all travel as one. Yes. Lady Ursula looks at you. And she says, to where? I think the only place we haven't been. Karndun. There's like an exchange of looks. Everyone kind of looks back over over the cave of injured people. If this is your wish, Master Dwarf, we will follow you. I also... Uh, uh, so Sorry, um, just mechanically, but each night is a prolonged rest, yes? Yeah, so each night here, you guys are in relative safety, so this is as safe as probably going to get in Angmar, so we can call this safety... Okay. Um, and then you tick every every day. You're ticking your wound as well. Okay, thank you. Sorry to interrupt, Mouse. I, I also uh, agree. I, we've, I, despite our losses, I, I do consider us lucky to have been able to gather as much information in all of the different places here that we have since our arrival. It is heartening to hear that their forces are not as organized as ours. I wonder if there's anything further that we could do with this to perhaps slow some of them down. Though I also wonder if that would be a waste of our time and going straight toward Karndoom might be the wiser choice. I think we've learned at Mount Graham that dealing a devastating blow to whoever is leading these forces is truly where we can deal the most damage 
because they're already disorganized. So if we are able to pit them further against themselves, have them vie again for power, that would buy us more time. So then going straight toward Karndoom and trying to take out whatever is there would also serve the purpose then, you say, Gilly? I should have... So confusion? I I think uh, stealth would be greatly needed. We don't know. We need to gather information. We don't know our way around Karndoon. None of us have been there. We do not know anything beyond the general direction. We know the mines are connected, right? Is that the elves said? Or they're like uh, bringing the trolls. From the, mine? the trolls were dragging the, because uh, they were like deconstructing like the stone columns and stuff like that. Like the refined stone. And they were hauling it out of the mines up like a path from where that ruins of, of Zerakdum are up to Karn. Uh, so they weren't necessarily crossing the tundra, but they are instead following like the, the ridges. So you, you basically have two paths towards Karn Doom. If you're in, you can take, if that's your, if, the, if your goal is to go after that, which makes sense, obviously that's where we've been pointing the whole time. You have the, the tundra north of Kelik door to cross the flat terrain, uh, a couple miles of tundra, or you could take, you could kind of go to the mines and try to find whatever kind of mountain path. Uh, the extra ridge that the trolls were, were hauling the stone to, the stone uh, across. So those are kind of the two routes that you're aware of. I would fly towards the troll path then. Yeah, the tundra is just definitely announcing that we're coming. So. And Iridium would sort of be kind of just sort of getting the agreement of everyone that uh, does it seem that we have spent enough time gathering information and it's now the time for action before our numbers are thinned too much further. If we wait, we risk not having the strength to take Karndoon. We are here to strike at the forces of Angmar that have been gathering. Karn Doom is the spine of this monstrosity, and we must break it. Well said, Daggett. I'll let everyone have their choice. You can come with us, or you can start headed back. Rollin laughs at that. <laughs> I don't think so, Mr. Dwarf. We've come this far. And you can see like Thorvim and Thebe, like like she even speaks up. We've come this far. We're coming with you. She doesn't talk much. No, she doesn't. It's not an easy voice for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you will get ascension. Like everyone, all of the captains. You can see Titus is the kind of there, like nervously, like he's not supposed to be here. But then as everyone's kind of going around, 
you can see Thorvum and Thebe, you can see Elodin, Elro here, you can see Amdrim, Lady Arisil, Udil, all of them saying yes, affirmative. You get the Titus and he's like nervous, sweating a bit. He's not used to this kind of situation, this public speaking. And he looks like a little flustered. And then we hear a voice and we hear behind coming up. Thabad is with you. As we see Tharnau limping to join the circle. And that is where we'll end for this session. Wait, wait, wait. Do the hair thing. <laughs> He's got a bandage. He can't do it. He can't do it. The bandage is blowing in the air. Yeah, the part that's not held back is flowing. <laughs> Thawbat is always you. a wind machine in front of him. <laughs> As is, exactly. Yeah, he has like a private fan. <laughs> Just holds it. One Can't ever look him in the eyes because it's always not quite photogenic yeah. enough yet. Oh, and then Tara's like not looking and he's like, hold on, let me do that again. Tara, <laughs> could you, could you, second take, one more take. My voice wasn't, wasn't, wasn't low enough. Thawbat is with you. Thawbat is with you. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> all oh right. my gosh, we all made it back. Holy oh, crap. I goodness. would never let you guys die. I've always you what never died. I feel like today. it was out of your hands. Would have been just so much easier if you didn't if you just drop that freaking weapon so much sooner. I, I, I would have if I didn't take that out of your hands of and completely in your hands at the same time. <laughs> it wasn't that hard of a fight. It, like, it, like that creature was not I added like an extra little I was shocked at how easy it was to kill the creature. It, it, it was hard because hard. of me. It was so it was much more you, yeah. It was dagged. It, it's yeah. so much harder. I love it so much. Like just to be yeah. clear, like it was yeah. so great. I mean at that point too I was like I'm burning some complications because this is I want you to, I want this to hurt but like yeah but like I was like yeah this this isn't that like you face much harder creatures than this <laughs> much harder creatures so but not no, a this red creature plus a dagger like exactly. that's the thing I mean he is the second strongest dwarf that you guys have yes Stop. he was rolling well turns. too first strongest yeah. because he took Floy out like that's immediately <laughs> that's not bad <laughs> I, do I think Arenial is the only one I didn't hit. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, you yeah. would have killed me one hit, like immediately knocked me out if I didn't take knockback. <laughs> or no, actually, I would have had it was 21 uh, and I have 22 endurance. Oh I would have had goodness. one endurance off the bat. Good <laughs> gosh. So Gilly was so great session. <laughs> I honestly, you guys, that RP was just like <sighs> so good. Gilly yeah. was clutch though, because if Daggett was the only one standing at the end, always like, clutch. he could not have healed any of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Daggett would true. just yell at you to get better. <laughs> definitely was What's wrong that with like, you? Had Gilly gone down, I think the Rangers though both have both have healing because I'm pretty yeah, sure it's like does. a standard. Yeah. It's a standard thing. I think Ari does too. Yeah. I think I think you guys yeah. are okay. I've got three fips in healing. I'm sure you guys would have bought like a thousand, up. you know, dice or whatever from whatever. You know, we, we're, thing. it's coming. Ashara said acts of healing. Nine. I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> such a trick. Such a trick thing. So totally uh, to heal you. 
You're going to feel so much better after this. Uh, <laughs> in right. hell? I'm just going to cut off the infected part. It's fine. <laughs> Keep talking. I don't have a raid set up because none of our normal raid people are, are actually playing oh, right now. So okay. I'm looking for somebody. As mm. I as I sat here with not having uh, having had my second wound, I was definitely annoyed with myself for not having just taken Daggett's arm off. Oh, <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> I know. Instead I didn't of, want to medicate. Instead of but smashing I was like, at the mirror not... again. <laughs> like Seriously, not... if Jeff hadn't made that comment about how, like, you're actually mind controlled, the actress, like, does shit. And I was like, hey, well, in that case, maybe I won't use my first action to disarm him. And that was a really bad choice. <laughs> All you had to do was just let go of the damn thing. Like, okay. So the do. first attack was at the mirror. The second attack was at the wraith. So it could have been a different result. It's true. It's true. That's true. Well, could, once, could, once could it have. was triggered. Yeah. So... Oh, actually, I, mean, I wanted to ask them in the mirror that I totally forgot. Once everything was over, did it, like, turn into a mirror? Did it just turn into, like, this blackness that didn't reflect anything? Oh, um, well, yeah, it eventually kind of stopped being illuminated, and, like, you no longer saw the throne room. It was just sort of, like, like a generic, just a like, regular reflective, mirror iced a over mirror. Room. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Thanks. All right. I'm trying to look for... I don't know, games that we normally play or something like that. Um, it's a broken mirror now because I'm sure the floor <laughs> underneath it burned up pretty good. Actually, yeah. yeah Hopefully yeah. that All right. stone and everything in there. So, uh, okay, I think I got someone I can do. All right, so let's do some closing okay. plugs and then we can get on out of here. Uh, next stream is Monday where we're going to be starting up Monster of the Week. We've done our session zero. We put together our hunting crew, a family that splatters together. A family that splatters together matters together. Matters. Family splatters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you so were a teacher, Jeff. I feel I, like you could do better. <laughs> I am a professor. Thank you. I was waiting for that. I was waiting to teach. Come on. Actually, my favorite word in English language. And then Tuesday, Stephen, what do we got going on? We're playing Marvel Multiverse. We already had our first session, so go watch it on YouTube to catch up. And we are moving into our custom characters. We'll be introducing our custom X Men. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, yep. show everybody what Melissa and I made. Yeah. It's going to be really yep. exciting. Yeah, I can't wait yep. to see it. Yep. yep, yep. After we make it. I have <laughs> the idea. Concepts. Concepts. Uh, you're, you're further ahead than I am. <laughs> next Thursday, uh, we are back to Werewolf, uh, as we, uh, we've been doing Werewolf the Apocalypse, the new 5th edition version, or the, the, the W5, whatever, whatever, however we're supposed to call it. Uh, so the new version of Werewolf the Apocalypse, uh, it's a lot of fun. First two episodes, so session, our session zero and our first actual proper session are up on YouTube if you want to check them out and catch up, but we're doing that every Thursday. Next Friday, uh, we've got another finale, actually, so we have the finale of Conan, uh, if you want to come check that out. And then, honestly, next Saturday, there is a decent chance it could be the finale as we are marching on Karn Doom. And who knows what's going to happen when we do that? It could end next time. We might need another session. We'll see how it goes. But it's definitely it's it's much more possible 
I would say next time than, than it was this time. So we're doing a little bit longer because we have a we have some some schedule stuff that we want to make sure we finish and do it proper before having to have some break time. Um, other than that, if you haven't followed the channel, please do. Very much appreciate that. Uh, we're getting very close to a thousand, and I know that 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 again. I said it before. That's that's my self worth. That's how I measure it right there. And right now, I am worth nine hundred ninety seven. And it would be nice if I could say I'm worth one thousand uh, because right now I'm not. <laughs> Uh, and that's pretty, it's pretty sad. Uh, also go check out the YouTube page, uh, adventures and law. Like I can get lots of other games up there. We've been starting a bunch of new games as well. So follow us, subscribe, etc. cetera. Uh, and, uh, thank you for everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you for those of you who've been watching this and sticking with us since the very beginning of one ring. We are so very close to the end and we really do appreciate all of you who have been watching and hanging out with us, whether you're in stream or whether you're doing so in VOD and dropping comments from time to time yes. uh, on our YouTube videos. So that is it. We're going to raid, um, AP gaming real cause they're doing like King Arthur pen dragon. And I've always been kind of interested in that. And I know that Steven's also a King Arthur fan. So we're doing that. I don't know. Follow the raid. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Later.